Hey guys, judging by the music, you already know what it is. Yo, what's up? We're going to be talking about <laughs> girl trash all night long. But this is Get Wasted on South of Nowhere. That's right. You have the right podcast. <laughs> We're just doing something a little different today. We're talking about girl trash colon all night long. My name is Nettie. I'm Nisi. And uh, yeah, the music's just banging. Music is just banging. Oh my gosh, the, the songs bang. Hot, hot, hot tracks. Um, so yeah, <laughs> we, um, we've been in this situation. I literally feel like it's the end of the world right now. And yeah. it's weird because um, I made it back to New York, guys. That's the story. Um, and <laughs> there's literally like nothing to do but sit in the apartment and you know we go outside and they only let certain people certain amount of people into the stores and then if you do if you are let in you have to stand a certain distance behind everybody so they have markers on the floors that's telling you where you can stand and yeah you don't want to be breathing down somebody's neck oh i totally get that but like sometimes who wants to wait outside in the cold while you're waiting to get groceries oh true like yeah. they're only letting a certain amount of people in. So then you, I go to the grocery store and I see the line outside and I'm like, you know what? I don't really feel like waiting for that <laughs> line. Like I want to eat now. Um, so the best practice here, New Yorkers, if you're, you already know, you already know how to deal with this, but you got to get in there early. <laughs> you got to get, as soon as they open their doors, head over to the grocery store. Because once you get there around like peak hours, around three o'clock, that line's going to be down the block. And also... Everything closes at six o'clock. So you got to get up early to get all your stuff done before six or you're just going to have to wait to the next day. You know, I've been I've watched all my shows. I'm running out of stuff to watch. I, I don't know what to do. Uh, I've watched Girl Trash all night long every day for the past <laughs> week or two. And I've watched all my shows and I'm just like, I'm starting to kind of crack a bit. So this podcast, uh, is- I feel like you have lots of streaming services, though. Like you got Hulu, you got Netflix, you got Disney Plus, you got uh, Apple TV, you got listen, you got all those things. You can't find nothing else. I've to seen watch. all the good shows. I've watched all the good shows. Well, you got to watch some new shows. <laughs> I've watched all the good shows. And I've watched my Rosolian Isles. It would have been nice to have Rosolian Isles at this point, but I've already finished it right before the quarantine situation happened. <laughs> I've, I've, there, I have brain games and um, yeah, but that's not fun. The yeah, it's not third, as third, fourth time around. Yeah, like you can't like it's not juicy. You know, I want something juicy. <laughs> so anyway, that's a whole other situation. <laughs> we are here to talk about girl trash all night long, not to bring people down and bring in the negativity. We're talking positivity because this musical is positively great. Yes. And I know we were so late on this and I was just scared it was going to suck. And you see, I was scared, <laughs> but it didn't. It didn't. It rocked. Um, so before we get into it, Nisi, what are some of your thoughts about the movie? Um, mostly I really liked the songs. Um, it had a good storyline because you really weren't expecting these people to go through what they were going through in one night. Yeah. And it reminds me of like my old college buddies and us like just one night we, we, we go out and do something. And along the way, we might pick up a couple people that we never really met before. But by the end of the night, we're all best friends because we all went through the situation together, you know? 
you know, we never got arrested together, but you know <laughs> what I mean? We we might have gone to some parties. We might have ended up at like a fast food joint. We might have gotten to a bar <laughs> fight. But, you know, at the end of the night, you're all really close after what you all been through. So that's one thing that I really related to and made me wish that I was in the movie with them. You know, I was jealous. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, that those are my thoughts. So we're going to get into this right now. We're going to start off with the stats of the movie. Uh, it is called Girl Trash All Night Long, a Power Up production. The year it came out was 2014. Uh, the rating is none. There is no rating. But if I could rate it, I would probably say PG-13. <laughs> I mean, it's like a hard PG-13. Like it's almost at R. Um, I mean, I feel like because of the language, it would have to be more than pg all right, well, R. Let's just go R. Because, <laughs> you know, you got to think about, would you want your 13-year-old kid watching this? And I'd probably be like... Probably not. No. Yeah. <laughs> the IMDb rating for this movie is 6.4, which is kind of low, but what do they know? What does IMDb really know? You know? <laughs> this movie rocks IMDb what do for they you, know? <laughs> The budget for this movie was $3.5 million. Wow. Which is really low as well, but oh. they did their thing. They did their thug fizzle. $3.5 million. They did a pretty good product for what they had. Director, Alexandra Kondrake. I may be saying that wrong. Kondrak mm-hmm. Kondrake. This was written by Angela Robinson. Music by Luke Tierney and Kilola. Yeah. The runtime for this movie is... 86 minutes, which makes it under 90 minutes, which makes it a 90 under 90. Shout out to the 90 under 90 podcast. Go ahead and listen to that, guys. They have movies that they review that are under 90 minutes, and I think I might recommend this one to them. So I think it's about time that we get into the plot summary and whole movie of Girl Trash all night long let's oh they do it yeah so the beginning of of the credits is like a cartoon like drawing kind of medley of all the songs in the movie so you'll see uh the cartoon intro with all the credits it's like a overture of every single song in the movie it's actually pretty good it reminds me of Grease because Grease does <laughs> the same thing so i've noticed that in this movie they borrow a lot from other um other musicals i don't know if they did it on purpose but i noticed because two of the musicals that i actually you know love have uh, i've noticed things in this movie like especially this intro so it's, i think it's an homage i'm gonna say it is <laughs> but whatever um this movie on my research i saw something somewhere that says it was the prequel to the web series that was on wikipedia that's when i saw that okay. so i watched the web series and it kind of it kind of tracks it kind of tracks. There's a lot of characters that come back and a, and a few mentions in this movie of characters from the web series. How long is the web series? It's literally about 30 minutes long with like six or seven episodes, maybe like 10 episodes. So there's some episodes that are like a minute long or two minutes long, but there's like a good 11. Oh. But the final episode is about five minutes long, which is long for them. And it has like Misty and Colby making out a lot like... Mm-hmm. A lot, lot. You guys know, you listeners know what I'm talking about. That final episode <laughs> of Girl Trash. That was, wow. <laughs> but in the final episode of the series, Missy and Colby are already dating. They've already been dating. But here in the movie, they're just meeting for the first time. But yep. I love the way the credits look. 
it sets the tone for what's going to happen in the film. It lets you know that it's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun freaking vibe. So we see first, our first character that we see is... Daisy. Yep, we see her running. And she's played by Lisa Rifle. And she is running into her home to tell her roommate, Tyler Murphy, played by Michelle Lombardo, that they got booked for a gig. Wow, band slam. Yes. And she's yelling. She's yelling Tyler's name before she even gets in the house. Like, <laughs> I think Tyler was just going to come out of the house and be like, someone's yelling my name down the street. No. <laughs> so she gets in the house. She busts in Tyler's room. And Tyler is entertaining a lady friend Ooh. in the room <laughs> at the same time. And Daisy does not give a fuck. Daisy does not care about yeah, this. Yeah, like, uh, Tyler's on the bed making out with this girl. And <laughs> Daisy runs in. And Tyler's like, um, we're kind of in the middle of something. Like, can you go? She's and like, who funny. cares? <laughs> right? She's like, whatever. We just got booked for Band Slam. And we're about to kill this. <laughs> and Tyler tries to kick her out. And as as this happens, we see the names of uh, the other characters that are in the movie. We see Mady Musgrave's name. We see Gabrielle Christians along the way pop up on the screen. Um, right before Daisy leaves the room, she leans in and goes, um, hey, Tyler, what happened to that chick that slept here last night? Ooh, <laughs> which, which kind of puts salt in Tyler's situation. Yeah. And then she turns around, giggles a little bit and starts singing the song titled Finally. Yeah, this is a good song. And uh, what's really cool is while she's singing, the girl comes out of the room with Tyler and she's like, F you, Tyler. And the girl's like, (laughs) why is she singing? (laughs) Yeah, she's like, why is she singing? (laughs) I'm like, can you imagine like being at somebody's house? Well, it doesn't matter. Like she knows they're musicians. They would be singing anyway. So I don't get why she asked that question. That's still funny, like running out of someone's room and you just see their their roommate standing there singing at a wall. Like, <laughs> yeah. Um. So Tyler's kind of upset, and Daisy's like, "Come on, Tyler, forget her." <laughs> and then they continue to sing about how they're about to do their thing tonight. They're about to perform and get some respect. Nah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> apparently they're gonna sing at Band Slam. So they're getting the band together because they got to perform at 1 a.m. that night. That's late. And yeah, it is pretty late. And I've been in situations where your band, I'm a musician, guys, if you don't know, um, mm-hmm. Nettie Smith on uh, <laughs> iTunes. I got like an EP and some singles. Anyway, they put you on that late and that's like, you just got to do it. Like, it's just when they, you're like an unknown, they'll put you on that late. It's just the way it is. And you got to fight to stay awake and everything. It's crazy. Wow. So this finally song is what musical writers call an I want song. So most good musicals have an I want song. For instance, I just can't wait to be king. (laughs) Part of your world, Little Mermaid, where Ariel talks about I want to be where the people are. True, 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 true. And you have the Jets song. In West Side Story, it gives an overview of what you're watching and tells us what the main characters want or where their position is in the <laughs> world to help explain the plot. 
So this is the I Want song. It explains everything about these characters. So the Daisy and Tyler parts are explaining that they're about to kill it at, at Band Slam. They're about to get some respect and this is their thing. So Daisy calls up the band. She calls the, the this guy who happens to be her real life husband. Oh, Johnny Dunn. Yeah, this this is him. She calls the guy. <laughs> He's like, "What's that?" Yeah, that's him. <laughs> so there, she's calling, talking about get the band together. We're performing at at one. Blah blah blah. This is happening. But then Gabrielle Christian's character Colby calls her on the other line. So Daisy ditches the phone call with the bandmate and talks to Colby. Mm-hmm. And what does Colby want, Nisi? Colby needs to be taken to a place called Truck Stop, which we find out is a gay bar, because she needs to talk to this girl. Daisy does uh, d- does not believe her that she's gay, and yeah. she does not want to take her there. That's so weird. Yeah, like... like <laughs> how? Okay, if your sister is saying she's gay, or that she has a girl to talk to, she wants to go to a gay bar, why are you going to stop her shine by saying you're not even gay? <laughs> um how do you she was doing that like all night too especially then i was getting mad it bothered me a lot (laughs) it shouldn't have bothered me but it really bothered me that she told her that her truth wasn't true like (laughs) colby says she's gay she's gay like let's move on like don't tell her she can't be yeah but this is a exposition dump um we have uh, daisy say that she won't take her and that she can't be gay because she's in a sorority and she braids her hair which is, wow, you sound very uh, judgmental, Daisy. True, yeah. Anybody can like, be gay. Anybody can be gay. It doesn't, you know, so someone breaks <laughs> their hair and is in a sorority. But she tells Colby, fine, whatever. I really can't because we got to perform at Band Slam. And Colby's like, oh, great, what time? She's like, 1 a.m. She's like, awesome. You have plenty of time to take me. That sounds like plenty of time. Yep. Yeah. But um, once uh, Colby hangs up, we see her walking down the street and some people on the street wish her a happy graduation. They're wearing sorority shirts, but mm-hmm. if you blink, you'll miss it because it's a detail that comes back later that she's in a sorority. Yeah. So we know since they said happy graduation that she's about to graduate from what appears to be college. And she says, thank you. And I'll catch up with you guys later. And right when she hits this line right here, four years of pretending, yeah. <laughs> Yo, that gives me chills, bro. Yo, the way she comes in with that, it's so smooth. Like her voice is great, the the way the music amps up, and like it's just her explaining her situation. So this is her "I Want" part of her song. She basically has been pretending to be straight for four years, and she wants to make this night big because once she graduates, this is she's going to be her authentic self. So she is singing this while walking down the street and talking about how she's going to go meet this girl that she's crushing on mm-hmm. tonight. 
and she's singing while she's walking down the street. She's walking a little weird. Like <laughs> it was she's weird. She's walking pretty slow. Like it's it looks slow and methodical. So it looks a little awkward, but uh she cute or whatever. <laughs> um <laughs> She's swinging her shoulders pretty fiercely. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Gabrielle Christian's voice too. It's it's beautiful. Shout out to your walking gait. <laughs> walking gait? Yeah, that's like the way that you walk. Oh, I've never heard that. Very nice. Yeah. Next, we see our next character, Misty Monroe, who was played by who, Nisi? Mandy Musgrave. Oh my gosh, she's in this movie. Oh my god, it's a Spashley reunion. Yeah. I feel like this movie is a whole Spashley vehicle, but, you know, <laughs> not everybody will agree with me. Only South of Nowhere fans would agree with me, really. Shout out. But I really <laughs> do think that this movie was pretty much used to, like, bring on Spashley fans to watch it. They were used as a pretty big catalyst to get people interested in this movie. But whatevs, who knows? Mm-hmm. I could be wrong. Uh, Mandy Musgrave plays um, a girl named Misty, and she's an actress. And we find her in an audition waiting for her number to be called. She finally gets called into the audition, and she gets into the audition, <laughs> and she says one line. Is anybody sitting here? And they're like, okay. Thanks. Right? She literally <laughs> said four words for page 15. And they're like, all right, deuces. We don't want you. And she's yeah, like, what? Bye. That's it? And they're like, yeah, bye. Yeah, that's it. Bye. <laughs> that's So sad. she has to leave. And she's discouraged, as she should be. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She sings about how this town is so lonely and there's not a lot of hope. And it's kind of sad. So this is her I Want song. And her, her I Want part of the song where she just wants to be taken seriously. And she wants to thrive in the city the city of la that pretty much can chew you up and spit you out so Mm -hmm. that's what she wants so back to daisy and tyler daisy mentions zan who is an ex-girlfriend who dumped her after eight months oh nine oh nine nine (laughs) that's right yeah Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yep yep. (laughs) daisy swears that she's over zan but we know we know what's going on (laughs) Right? You're never really you're never really over it, especially when you're in love like that. So now we get what is kind of like a West Side Story homage. Any West Side Story fans out there? I'm like their number one fan. I'm probably like <laughs> the youngest West Side Story fan that's ever existed because I'm obsessed with West Side Story. Oh my god. It gosh. is my top musical. It is I went to Broadway here in New York. I saw it on Broadway recently. I I felt so privileged. Like I was one of the few. I went to the preview. So yeah, I want to jump on stage and be like, actually, this part, you want to do this. I want to direct it. Like, I was like, actually, guy, you got to stand over there and do this. No, I want more emotion, more emotion. It was great, though. It was really good. Anywho, in this scene, all four of the girls are singing finally. Okay. Yeah, I liked it because, like, all their words looped together when they were singing different parts and stuff. And they had all of them on the screen. I, would, I really liked that. I really liked it, too. See, on West Side Story, they do the same thing in the quintet. In West Side Story, it's the Jets, the Sharks, Maria, Tony, and Anita. And they're all five singing about what they're going to do that night and how that night is so important to them. And they're all in different spots around New York, but they're all singing the same song and they're all harmonizing. (laughs) So when I saw it here, I was like, this is West Side Story because all the girls, Missy and Colby, are in their separate places and Daisy and Tyler are driving together and they're singing about, finally, finally, this is going to happen. You know, this is when it's going to happen to me and I'm going to get what I want. And this is going to be, this is looking up for me, basically. And I, they have like the little um, clouds, 
like Misty and Colby are in clouds. Like they're mm-hmm. popping up and crossing the screen and there's like cuts and everything. It's really good. It's very clever and visually appealing. So after the prologue, we get our official opening titles, Girl Trash, all night long. Then we have another title card. It says, Fulton Correctional Facility. Oh, mm. this is that mean black lady. That mean, <laughs> that mean well, the black, mean black lady. lady um, she's getting out of prison and her name shows on the screen as Monique Jones. Yep, oh, gosh, that's her. Monique Shaniqua Jones is played by Rose Rollins. And when the title card pops up with her name, it says that she is reigning Sudoku champ Orange County 2009 to 2013. So, wow. She's good with numbers. (laughs) And she's about to give these people some numbers when uh, she tells them how much money she's owed. Yep, yep. She gets in a car and she leaves. Next, we're back with Tyler and Daisy. They pull over because their car broke down. Mm-hmm. Tyler's like, yo, call your sister to come pick us up. And after a little bit of hesitation, Daisy calls Colby and Colby comes through. And while they're in the car, Tyler says, uh, so I hear you're gay now. Uh, so to Colby. And Colby does this cute, it's like this cute little innocent nod and smile. She's like, yeah, yeah, I am gay now. Like that's what her <laughs> smile said. And yeah, her, she didn't verbally say that, but her eyes and her, her shaking up and down her head and her smile said that. Yeah. And that's when like, it's a total Gabrielle Christian move. Like it's so cute. <laughs> and Daisy's like, oh no, no, actually she's not. She's not. I hear you gay now. She's not gay. Why can't I be gay? Because I'm gay. You're just copying. Well, you're so full of yourself. Oh my God, Colby, you can't be gay. Mom will kill you. And then me. It's one thing if I'm gay because I'm like, you know, a bad seed. Trying to rip me off. But you, oh my God, you're like the good egg. Well, being the good egg is boring. Well, I'm sorry. That's who you are. Well, now I'm a good gay egg, okay? Yeah, come on. Let her be a gay egg. I'm like, um, first <laughs> off, there's enough gay going around for everyone, okay? She didn't take wow. the last gay card. Anyone can be gay. Stop telling her she can't. It's not like she took the last gay spot on the cheerleading team. <laughs> she can be gay. Like, stop that. <laughs> Who are you to say she can't be gay? Um, anyway, go figure. Um, so, yeah, Daisy's like, no, you're not. You're trying to be like me, kind of like, you know, an older sister thing. Like, I totally know. Nisi tries to be like me all the time, I <gasps> swear. No, I don't. I totally Why get it, Why are you lying Daisy. to the people? To be honest, if I was gay, I don't think Nisi would join me like that. <laughs> like, But she does take my clothes. <laughs> no, I don't. She does take my clothes and try to dress like me. It happens. Yeah, right. I totally get that aspect of yeah. it. Nisi, you do have my clothes. The world, she's lying. <laughs> so I'm lying. I'm lying right yeah. now. You're going to tell all the uh-huh. listeners that I'm lying? Yes, because right you, you our, trip. <laughs> you're going to tell the listeners that have been rocking with us for over a year. You're telling the listeners lies. Dude, I be seeing pictures on Instagram when Nisi have my clothes on. Yeah, That's right. That's how I find out. <laughs> I don't, she don't even come to me about it. No, I see pictures. Anyway, we're going to. That's not what it's about. We're talking about girl <laughs> trash right now. But Daisy, Daisy says she ends the scene with an amazingly funny joke. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> she says. Colby, you never even touched your own vagina, let alone another person's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they are crazy. That was a good one. That was funny. So they get into Truck Stop, and an animated title card comes up and says, Truck Stop, which <laughs> is really cool. 
So they're walking in and Colby points out the girl she's looking for. And who's the girl she's looking for, Nisi? It's Misty slash Mandy. It is. And we saw her earlier. Um, ta- and now she's here at truck stop talking to two other girls just looking cute. <laughs> and Daisy is just throwing mental salt into Colby's mind and just letting yeah. her know that Misty's out of her league. Like, yep. are you going to like, I don't know, give your sister some confidence and be positive? Daisy said that this girl is Queen B of her little mm-hmm. band of baby dykes. Now that is a cute name. <laughs> baby <laughs> dykes. <laughs> She did look like the queen bee, though. She was over there laughing oh, yeah. and listening and stuff and looking yeah, cute. Yeah, she was the center, and everyone was talking, like, with her. Like, it seemed like she was <laughs> being talked to as opposed to her talking to others. Colby tells <laughs> her crew funny. that Misty is an actress. And they're like, of mm-hmm. course she's an actress. What has she been in? <laughs> mm-hmm. And she was like, she was in this uh, commercial for allergy medication, <laughs> which I thought was hilarious. And then she says that, she was also in a movie called Satan's Bride. She rented it and watched it, and it was pretty good. Then Daisy called her a creep for doing that. Is that creepy? Yeah, like, I, I don't, don't think that's that, creepy. I don't think it is. They make it so you can rent it, so you can watch it. I sh- like, yeah. Colby's not the only person that's ever seen Satan's Bride. <laughs> I'm sure other people have rented it, too. Are they creepy? No. Yeah, right? Just Daisy's just being negative right now. Colby was also like, I know her because I bought her a latte last week, and she lost her wallet, which was also really sweet. Yeah, they were at uh, the coffee shop on La Brea. Yep. Daisy tries to convince Colby that she needs an angle in order to talk to someone like Misty. And Tyler's like, well, isn't sex enough? Colby's hot. <laughs> and Colby's like, a word? You think I'm hot? <laughs> and Tyler shakes her head, yeah. And Daisy's like, oh, no, 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 no. Nah. It's nay on the isteray. Ister say. Colby's like, I know pig Latin. And Daisy's like, no, you don't. You don't know anything. That's the point. You're not even gay. What are we doing here? Uh, I'm like, oh, why do you keep saying that? <laughs> she was going too hard with it. Yeah, I've never heard such a thing to be told that. It's weird. But um, Colby wants to run over, but Tyler wants to know her angle. And Colby says that her angle is... I thought you were nice when I bought you that latte. You made me laugh. I think you're sexy and I've never done this before, but I'd like to sleep with you. That's your angle? Oh, she's dead. Bye, dead sister. I loved you. Oh, stop. And she finishes the line off with a cute smile like this is a sure shot. (laughs) And me and Nisi were like, yo, chill, bro. Like, like, chill. I love the confidence, though, because I could never, ever, ever say that to someone who I'm trying to talk to. That confidence is like, I aspire to it. But right? you might want to tone it like you're at like an 11 right now. Tone it down to like an eight. And I think you got her, you know, <laughs> whatever. Do your thing. And they're just staring at her like, what the F? That's your angle. And Colby's like, yeah, mm-hmm. looking super impressed with herself. And mm-hmm. she's she just walks over there confidently. And as she leaves, Daisy is like, yep, uh, yep. She's dead. Bye, dead sister. I loved you. <laughs> and waves in her direction i thought that was funny so this is our official meet cute our official official not i bought you you know coffee blah 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 (laughs) we didn't see that we are now seeing misty and colby meet officially exchange names this is actually called it's called a meet awkward because this was not cute at all 
Okay, okay. So we're going to go with that. This is their, their a meat official meat oc. Meat oc? Meat oc. Meat oc. Now, I've been in this situation that Colby is in before when you want to talk oh, to someone yeah. and you had it Real go talk. a certain way in your head. Yeah. But you walk up to them and it's like they can't really be bothered with a new person in their, their situation right now because they're talking to someone else. Who has never been in this situation? Like... Everyone Probably has been in this situation. people that are like Misty Monroe. There's a bunch of Misty <laughs> Monroes out there that have never been in this situation. True. So, so Misty is talking to a friend already when Colby comes up. And Colby just jumps in and is like, hey, I'm Colby. I saw you at the coffee shop on La Brea last week. And Misty's like, okay. Okay. And she goes back to continue <laughs> talking. I'm like, wait, first off, that's not when someone says, hi, I am so-and-so. I saw you at the coffee shop on La Brea last week. You just go, okay, and just turn back to what you're doing, and they're standing there. You say, hi, nice to see you. I'm, we didn't officially meet. Like, say something, you know? But she just turns right yeah, back to her friend was, and starts talking. She was real cold and uninterested. Yeah, definitely. It was weird, yeah. But then Colby goes on and explains the story, and she's like, oh, uh, yeah, you didn't have any money when we were up <laughs> in the, uh, at the barista? And I paid for you. And she's like, oh, hi. And I'm sitting here like, yo, you just told her right in front of this girl's friend that she ain't had <laughs> no money, that she a broke bitch. No, she well, she said she lost her wallet. Oh, I thought she mentioned in this scene that she said you didn't have any money. So I paid for you. But um, I don't know. I don't know. Because before she said because she said she bought it because she lost her wallet. So when she I think she might have said her. that to um, Daisy and Tyler. But she didn't say yeah. that when she was around her friends. Her friends only heard you ain't had no money. She probably said you lost your wallet and didn't have any money. Okay. Well, that point she says hi. And I guess she didn't remember that Colby had paid for her. So she didn't say hello at first. But now she's like, okay, hi. But once Missy starts to say, hey, she gives Colby the floor. But Colby doesn't have much to say. (laughs) As you do when you talk to your crush, of course. Like you in your head, you have all these things you want to say. And then you finally get up there and they're looking at you and they're waiting for you to talk. And you're like. Uh, um, uh. right so um also in the background while um the friends are squealing and talking they're playing the finally song in a nice guitar sound yes yes it's really cute like a hawaiian ukulele type of thing yeah just to show like she's finally getting her opportunity to talk to this girl so (laughs) this is is the thing so is that why they played it there yeah, this is in the background. In her mind, this is what's... I feel like the ukulele is in her head, and she's like, this is my moment. Like, this is her in her head. Yeah, it makes sense. But she has nothing to say to to uh, Misty, so she hits her with the, do you guys come here a lot line? Misty's like, uh, I guess. And then Colby says, um, aren't you an actress? I think I saw you in a movie. And that's when Misty's friend just dips the F out after she just busts out laughing leaves leaves misty there alone to fend for herself now i think her friend left for one of two reasons (laughs) either she realized she didn't want to twat swat misty and decided to dip out because of that or she thought colby was mad boring and left misty to fend for herself now i've met boring people while we've been out with friends before and me and my friends have this thing well i guess well me and uh stephanie had this thing where if we were talking to a boring person, whoever decides to dip out first, the other person is just left with that person. We will leave our friends with the boring person to talk to. I've done that to friends. 
that was allowed? Y'all really did that? Yeah, to our friends. Yeah, to each other. I've done that. Stephanie's done that to me. One time we were in Boston. <laughs> I want to say this girl's name was either Julie or Olivia. And she just loved me and Stephanie, bro. She followed us everywhere around the club. But this girl was boring AF. And we're sitting here like, oh, where are you? she's like, where are you guys from? Like, oh, who are you here with? Oh, that's so cool. What are you guys doing next? Mm-hmm. And me and Stephanie are just listening to this girl. And Stephanie taps me on the shoulder. She's like, hey, Nettie, I'm going to go find Isaiah. I'll be right back, okay? <laughs> and she just dips. And I'm stuck with this girl. And I'm like, oh, you did not do that, Stephanie. You did not. LMAO. And that happened at another thing where I left her with somebody boring, too. Because sometimes you just got to dip. Someone's just so boring, you just have to dip. Yeah. So, yeah. So, they're talking. Colby and Misty are talking. And Colby mentions Satan's Bride, the movie. And while she does this, she gets interrupted by a new character. It's Sasha Miller. It is Sasha Miller. <laughs> Y'all know Sasha Miller. What is All she doing in this movie? All you stop the fans know Sasha Miller. Um, she, uh, Kate French is in this movie. She plays Sid. And you might remember Kate French from, of course, the L Word, One Tree Hill, Dr. Pepper, college football commercials, and from a little show called South of Nowhere. So she pops up and... Her and Misty have this little reunion. Apparently, they haven't seen each other in a long time. And Misty's like, oh, my God, you cut your hair short. Oh, my God. (laughs) What's really cool is Mandy and Kate. I don't know if they've ever acted together, but on South of Nowhere, they had no scenes together. But in this movie, they're together like this all night long. All night long. All night. (laughs) So while they're having this little reunion, like Misty totally forgets about Colby even being there. Actually, she you know what oh, she yeah. does introduce she does introduce Colby to Sid and calls her Shelby. Oh, and then yeah. Colby corrects her and she's like, Oh no, 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 no. It's I'm Colby. Um and then Misty's like, Oh yeah, yeah, we met at the coffee shop on La Brea. And mm-hmm. it almost sounds like she's trying to convince herself that she met colby there because i don't know if she actually remembers that she met her there like she's like yeah we met at the coffee shop on la brea so i don't know maybe she's trying to force herself to believe it maybe not so the previous scene missy's friend who ran off to give colby time to stop being boring comes back and they start doing their whole reunion thing too with sid and totally ignoring colby all three girls are just in their own world yeah it was so awkward and she was standing there all sad and awkward yeah and you can see on her face like they're zooming in on her face and she just looks like (laughs) oh and you hear the ukulele refrain of finally playing in the background and it's like so sad because colby's just looking left out and uh i think it signifies that she's losing confidence in that dream she had at the beginning of the movie that's why the composition has less instruments and doesn't seem as grand so they're continuing to talk around her and she looks back at Tyler and Daisy with the saddest look on her face and Tyler and Daisy give her a thumbs up. Mm-hmm. So let's talk for a second about Gabby's performance. All right. She plays this so well. Like this, I've seen her in so many things. Oh my God. S-O-N, Control-Alt-Delete, Unwritten Rules, Second Opinion. All her stuff's on Vimeo. She has a whole reel and like catalog on Vimeo. So if you guys want to go ahead and find that. But she's definitely not a one-trick pony. This character, like, she's been acting, like, in this movie, she's acting alongside Mandy Musgrave, who she's acted with plenty of times on South of Nowhere. 
and she's playing a gay girl, just like she did on South of Nowhere. But this is clearly not Spencer Carlin. No, nope. this is Colby Robson. Like she, it's yep. not like she's borrowed traits from Spencer and used them in this movie. It's a whole nother person, and the way you, the way she's acting in this movie, it seems like she's a whole nother person. And I love the fact that she can switch that up because Spencer's very introspective, reflective, emotional. She's more sure of herself uh, when it comes to lo- her love interests, and she even feels a bit more mature. But the character of Colby is like awkward, nerdy, deluded, mm-hmm. um, naive, happy about things she shouldn't really be happy about. But she still got that cuteness. That Gabby cuteness is still there. But they're just two totally different, distinct characters. And thank you, Gabrielle, for not just rehashing Spencer and bringing her to the table. I appreciate that. Wow. That was beautiful. I really do. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I love I love this character. It's like a spunky Care Bear. It's like a, or a Care Bear that wishes they were badass. Like, this is what I get from Colby. But as Daisy and Tyler give her the thumbs up, they can tell it's nosediving hard. They <laughs> can tell this junk is not working. Yeah. So Colby just walks away after telling Misty it was nice seeing her again. And Misty turns back to her from her friends and says, same here, or something along those lines. Mm-hmm. Colby leaves and Misty's friends are like, who the, who the fuck, fuck was that? that? <laughs> And they didn't even wait for her to walk away. Yeah, that was so rude. Oh my God. They could have waited till she got like, you know, at least 20 <laughs> feet, 30 feet away before they said they that. They didn't even care. And they when did they did care. this and Colby walked away, I was like, bro, I would go die. Like, I would just die. And then she goes back to Tyler and um, Daisy and she says, I'm going to go die. And I was like, I so yeah. get you. Because that was <laughs> yeah, so you awkward. Well and she walks yeah. out of the bar lounge. So we get back to checking up on what Monique is doing. And she is on the phone talking about Tyler and how Tyler owes her money. Mm-hmm. And then she goes into the trunk of her car and takes out a golf club. And it's in a nice case. It's not your typical golf <laughs> club, like in like a, like a nice little bag and whatever. No, this is like a special briefcase made for her weapon of choice, the golf club <laughs> nine iron. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that later as the movie goes on. So we're back outside truck stop and there are two conversations slash arguments going on. Daisy and yeah. Colby are arguing because Daisy doesn't want to be out any longer because she has to rest and practice before her show. And Daisy was going in on Colby. She was so mad. They're both yeah. mad at each other. They were both yelling. And it was so embarrassing to be doing in public because they were really going in on each other. Like, this is something well, I think you do when in you're house. at a club. <laughs> well, yeah, but when you're at a club, you always see people arguing at the club because people are drunk. So it's like, <laughs> it's normal yeah. there. <laughs> and Daisy's just like, yo, Dream Girl wasn't into you. Like, let's go. Like, and I'm just thinking, time out, Colby. First off, you have your own car. You did not have to bring her to truck stop to even be here for support. I mean, I guess they were brought there for support. Like, it wasn't like she when she called and said to Daisy at the beginning, like, hey, can you take me to truck stop tonight? I don't think she literally meant take her. I think she meant like emotional support. So to be honest, Colby has the upper hand. She doesn't want to leave. She don't have to. She has the car. It's her car. Oh, true. So I, ain't nothing to argue about. I'd be like, listen, I want to spend time with this girl. Y'all can find a, a Uber or whatever. I don't know if Uber was out back in 2014, but y'all can figure out, get a cab, whatever. You know, I'm trying to work <laughs> out something with this girl. But Kobe doesn't want to leave. And then you have Sid and Misty doing business talk and gossiping about some other actress and the agency she's with. 
So while this mm-hmm. is happening, Tyler walks up to Sid and Misty and tries to strike up a conversation with them by asking for a light for her cigarette. And they both look so shooketh. Dude, Misty particularly looks like she's about to drop her panties right there on the sidewalk. Right? For Tyler. Yes. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. That's she's exactly how she looks like. Enamored. <laughs> Tyler uh, finds out they want to be called actors and mentions, which is a lie, that she's <laughs> supposed to be going to this party where a big casting agent is going to be there. Oh, yeah. And that casting agent is Colby's uncle, Steve. And mm-hmm. he represents Angelina Jolie. Mm-hmm. Now, this is Tyler trying to be the best wing woman you can ever find. Yeah, she was acting so cool to these girls. Mm-hmm. She's trying to carve out some space for Colby. Yeah. And this is great. That's a good friend right there. Right? Shout out, A1. Shout out, shout out. Shout out to all the A1 friends that would do this <laughs> for their friends. So Tyler says, you can come to the party if you want. And th- doesn't even wait for their answer. She just walks mm-hmm. away because she knows. She right? knows. She knows they're coming. Mm-hmm. So when, when Tyler turns her back, Mandy's acting like A1. She... She was geeking. Yeah, like she, her whole soul just left her body. Like, <laughs> she, she, like I so get that. Like, yeah, I get it. It went from like trying to look cool and everything, and as soon as Tyler turned her back, the face of fear and anxiety just hit her like a ton of bricks. <laughs> and Sid's like, "Let's go, let's go." She's like, "I can't even, I can't, I can't even breathe right now." And I totally get you. I get right? it. So Sid convinces her to get in the car. So yes, Misty has a crush on Tyler. We established this at this point. Uh, the same way that Colby has a crush on Misty. So laud the triangles. <laughs> so they're at the car. And Tyler tells Daisy and Colby that Sid and Misty are going with them to this fake-ass party at Colby's fake-ass uncle's house. All right. Oh yeah, Daisy was pissed. <laughs> she was pissed. And they're like, uncle? What uncle? Yeah, the, the uncle that um, represents Angelina Jolie. Oh, and they're like, oh, really? So the girls get into the car. Like, they're just totally hook, line, and sinker. They totally get in the car. Mm-hmm. Daisy and Colby are like, what the F? And Tyler's like, I found you an angle. And Colby says, but I don't have an uncle. And Tyler's like, well, you better find one. <laughs> <laughs> Daisy's not down because she has a show later that night and she has to prepare. Tyler's like, we have plenty of time before the show. Like, let's help your sister out. She graduates tomorrow. Let's, let's give her a chance with this girl. Yeah, right? And so Tyler takes the keys so Colby can get in the back next to her crush. And uh, the girls get in the car. And right before Colby gets in the car, Sid says, oh, my God, nerd alert. And refers to Colby, which is really mean. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was mean. And Colby gets in the back seat with Misty. Colby says hi to Misty. And Misty says it back with a stank face. (laughs) I'd be like, well, first off, bitch, this is my car. And we're going to my uncle's party. So, like. If you're gonna ask, you make that face. Yeah, get out of the car. I can leave you. Yeah, I can leave you right here on the side of the road, and you can just figure out your own night and make and your not own come to my uncle's party and not meet Angelina Jolie. Yeah, how about <laughs> that? If you're gonna have a stank face like that, come on. Right. I'm the reason you're getting in this car because I got the connections. So, you know, <laughs> act right for real. Act right. <laughs> now, once they're off in the car, the conversation these girls have. Oh my god. It is the best. Uh, Daisy is kind of leading it, and she, it goes a little something like this. I hear you guys are actors, is that right? I mean, I've done some modeling and acting. Yeah. She's done acting. So do you like mostly print, or like, what do you even, do you go to a lot of parties? Do you wear a lot of Ed Hardy? Like, what do you do? No, we go to a lot of, like, 
call her crazy. I mean, that's how you get connected in this town. You know, you have to socialize, right. and it's, it's part of the job. Okay. You know? <laughs> hey, do you guys have like agents? Uh, they're really, it's like a little boutique agency, but I think they're really specialized boutique, on just they have like there, perfume so. and shit there? Like, I don't understand. No, I mean small. Do you go to parties and go around wearing a bunch of Ed Hardy? Like, what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> but the way, like, Daisy is patronizing them by asking these dumb questions, like... <laughs> then Colby asks about their agent, and Sid's like, yeah, it's a boutique, boutique agency. Yeah. And Daisy says... <laughs> <laughs> no, she's like, oh, they got... They got, like, perfume or some shit there. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Sid was oblivious and is like, no, it means small. Mm. But Daisy's throwing mad shade the whole time. <laughs> if this scene is ad-libbed, it's completely won by Lisa Rifle, like, who plays Daisy. She just says the most low-key mm-hmm. shady stuff. Sid says Daisy and Tyler, Tyler's band is pretty good. And Tyler's like, you've seen us play? Sid's like, someone here has seen you play. Sid's trying to be the wingman for Misty to get with Tyler. Now, there's a lot of crossing with the the triangles and the squares and the rhombuses here. And that's just the way (laughs) it is, you know? (laughs) So Sid asks Tyler if she has a girlfriend. And Tyler says, um, do I know you? Right? (laughs) Which is the perfect answer when you meet someone and they ask a personal question out the gate. Like, um, (laughs) I don't know you. So... I say stuff like that sometimes, so I really felt that answer. OMG. Sid is trying to find out if Tyler has a type like brunettes. Because, <laughs> of course, Misty is a brunette. Uh-huh. But Tyler ain't got no type. <laughs> <laughs> and still, through all this, Tyler is trying to get things happening for Colby. Tyler's saying that Colby should bring them to see her band. Should bring Sid and Misty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And that's when they move into the next song. It's called 2 a.m. Yes, this, you guys, Daisy says, raise your hand if you're trying to get laid tonight. And everybody in the car raised their hand, and I did too. (laughs) But yeah, this song is really good. This is another kind of I want song, um, because you have Colby singing that she wants to be naked with Misty at 2 Mm a.m. Misty wants to be naked with Tyler at 2 Mm a.m. And... Tyler's just trying to get laid, and I think Sid is just <laughs> trying to get laid, and they're all trying to get Daisy, laid. That's why they raised well, their hand. Well, Daisy would like to get. She did raise her hand, but she also <laughs> understands that it cannot happen before two a.m. because she has a show to get to. She has things to do. Oh yeah, True. I've got things to do. <laughs> so she's like, no, it has to happen at two a.m. I can't. If it happens at one a.m., I'm gonna decline. So um, that's that's her part. Her I want. Those are all what they all five of the girls want. Mm-hmm. But the back seat looks really cool. Like, I want to be back there dancing with them and shaking my shoulders. Mandy's just shaking oh her gosh. shoulders and she's just shaking serving it. Mandy's just serving it. Um, it looks really fun. One cool lyric that I like from this song is when they say, I hope that I'm naked with her. Newborn inspired. Zero attire. Oh. You get it? <laughs> Newborn get inspired. It? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like they don't got no clothes on. Right, exactly. <laughs> 
Then we get a flash over to Monique and her crew, and they're singing their this version of 2 a.m. Yeah, this yeah. is Nisi's jam. This song bangs. She's talking about how Tyler owes her money. <laughs> and the dude at the end, when they're like, oh, by 2 a.m., you better have every dime. The dude was like, yeah, dead in the dirt, baby. Like, this was a real song. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and in this part of the song, this hip-hop version, Monique talks about pulling out her nine. Mm-hmm. And she doesn't mean yeah. her nine millimeter. <laughs> she means her nine iron golf club. Nine iron. We yep. don't do guns in this movie. Apparently. Nah. <laughs> Um, but I'm I'm par- I'm more partial to the uh, the rock version of this uh, 2 a.m. joint. Um, but I think the Nisi- rap one goes hard. What did oh. you say? It sounded like a Key and Peele sketch. Sounds like they're just being funny. It doesn't sound like they're it was trying good to like and funny. really. She was serious about wanting to kill that girl. She don't got her money. Oh, I believe so. her. I believe her. <laughs> it's just the song just sounded kind of like jokey. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was good though. But on this, you know, the production of this and composition of all the songs are actually very high level in this musical. They got some real talented individuals to knock this out the park. The production is is A grade as well. So that's that. But um, Tyler gets a fake text and says that Colby's uncle (laughs) said he'll meet us at the party. Yeah. And Sid asks this dumbass question. Do you think Angelina's going to be there? Oh, yeah, that was dumb. Like, um, no, she has a life and a family and like 20 kids. Yeah, she kids. got kids. <laughs> like, so no, she's not going to be there, Sid. Mm-hmm. Um, Daisy's crapping herself because she knows this is all lies. And Tyler's still trying to help Kobe out. She's like, oh, hey, Colby, why don't you tell Sid and Misty about that time Angelina hit on you last summer? Yeah, and these B words get so geeked. Like, oh my gosh, what? Angelina hit on you? What? Yeah. So then Tyler has to make up this whole story. And Colby's in the back, not even paying attention or engaging because she's like, she's like shy and embarrassed. She's facing the window, the opposite window. Yeah. (laughs) So the story is they were on a yacht, and Brad and Angelina were there with her uncle, with Colby's uncle, and, and Maddox. Not Maddox, but mm-hmm. Maddox. Oh, yeah, Maddox. So everybody went on shore except for Colby and Angelina. Really? No. So when they were alone, Angelina asked Colby to put suntan lotion on her back. No, shut up. <laughs> and Colby whips out the suntan lotion, and she starts rubbing it all over oh, Angelina. All over that. They really believe this story. Like, they're in it. They're hook, line, and stinker. Um, Colby's like... No, it's not a big deal. And they're like, well, what happened? Did you hook up with her? And Colby says, no, because she's married. And Sid's like, wait, what? You didn't hook up with Angelina Jolie because she's married? Like, that's a ridiculous assumption. Yeah, these root behind B words. She has a whole family. She ain't finna hook up with no girl. Like, she has a family and and kids and a husband. Brad. Yeah, that's a good reason to not hook up with her. Like, (laughs) what are y'all on? Right? And Sid's like, listen, if I almost fucked Angelina Jolie, I'd be wearing a t-shirt that says, I almost fucked Angelina Jolie. And Daisy's yeah. like, actually, you could totally do that because basically, who'd know the difference? That <laughs> is very that true. Check that information out. Yeah. 
So next they are, they arrive at the Coco Bongo, which is where the party's taking place, the fake party with the fake uncle. Um, before they walk in, the Funkle, we're going to call him the <laughs> Funkle, because he's the fake uncle. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Um, before they walk in, Colby has a talk with Tyler about the whole Angelina Jolie story. And Tyler's like, listen, you got a lot of these hoes. <laughs> you got a lot. That's how you get to sleep with them. Yeah. You going to learn, shoddy. Tyler was just trying to be a good friend and to hook her up with the girl that she likes. Yeah, but Colby's not about the dishonesty thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Tyler says some, uh, she dropped some knowledge here for Colby. And she basically says, like, there's no tomorrow. There's just tonight. Basically saying, like, yo, if you're going to make a move on this girl, tonight is the night to do it. Like, Tyler said YOLO. Which is really cool. So she's like, so what are you going to do? And cut to inside Coco Bongo. Daisy and Tyler give Colby 45 minutes to do her thing. And then they say, you got to go make your move. And Colby's like, what kind of move am I supposed to make? And then Daisy says, well, if you were really gay, you would know. Yeah. I'm like, wow, that's, that's a, I guess a good response. Uh, But you know, Colby's a baby gay. She doesn't know yet. Oh yeah. She's new. Yeah. She hasn't learned to walk yet or run. She's just (laughs) crawling right now. Yeah, so she needs help. <laughs> yeah, she doesn't know what to do. You know, Colby, that's legit. Uh, Colby walks over to Sid and Misty and says hi, but Sid just keeps talking about, like, what's the deal with Tyler? Because Misty has a thing for her. Yeah. And Misty's like, yo, I saw her perform, like, last year or something like that with her old band. And Colby's like, jaded lipstick? And she's like, yeah. And the, we see a flashback of this performance and jaded lipstick is there and they're performing <laughs> and tyler's on stage and she looks great actually she looks she very looks so done different up. yeah and like the hair there's like the gel in her hair it's excessive <laughs> but it looks good she has a cigarette in her mouth i believe while she's playing bass mm-hmm. and misty's like right there front row center She's just enamored. She's just in awe. She's catatonically staring at Tyler. Yep, she is geeked once again. Yes, and she's smiling. And so Mm -hmm. after the show, Misty gives Tyler her number by writing it on Tyler's arm. An eyeliner. Yeah, but Misty said she didn't call. She never called. Yeah. So I'm thinking if she put it on her arm. Yeah, later on she said she she washed it off. Nah, bruh. Nah. If I'm in the shower yeah. and I'm about to wash it off, I'd be like, wait, before I wash this junk <laughs> off, what's this number? Should I keep this number? Should I write it she down? Should I call? She forgot it was there when she took a no, shower. No, when you're looking down to wash your arm in the shower, you see it. You don't wash your yeah, arm with your eyes closed. she got in the shower <laughs> and soaked her body up and then saw that she had writing on her arm and was like, no oh no, way, but it bro. was too late because she already washed it off. She already washed no most of it way. off. Yeah. No, bro. Yeah. No. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. If it's on your arm, you can't damn it miss it. She didn't want to call because she ain't want to call. Um, it's a wrap. We don't... <laughs> So basically, Missy is just talking about Tyler this whole time. Missy's broken up about it. And she asked Colby if Colby's ever been through anything like that. Having a crush who just didn't know or doesn't even care. Yep. And Colby's like, I feel you. I feel you. Like, I'm right here with you. I feel you. So then they break into another song called Fantasy Crush. Oh, yeah. This song's good, too. She says she'll never leave. Oh, that's so sweet. But see, there's only one problem. She's 
allergic to water. Don't shit on my dream, it's just my fantasy of what could possibly be, but it won't be. And the saddest part is that it doesn't matter anyway. Do you know what I'm saying? Don't shit on my dream, it's just my fantasy. Write those of words. What could possibly be? Yes, yes. <laughs> those are lyrics, right? Damn it, there. <laughs> so in the song, Colby sings to Misty about the fact that she likes this girl, but she likes, but the girl likes someone else. Mm-hmm. And Misty, of course, is totally oblivious. Um, yep, she, she thinks, doesn't understand. She thinks they're just singing a song. She doesn't think these yeah. words are real, <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, so there's a part in the song where they break out of the song because Misty can't believe that Colby has never had girl sex. Yeah, and then Colby <laughs> goes to keep singing the song and Misty's like, oh, no, wait a second. Hold on. What, Dude, what did you just say? <laughs> she, starts, she keeps singing. Like, Col- like, first off, she sings a line about, and I'll, ho- I'll have first time sex. And then the song stops, like the record scratch, and Misty gives up. But she keeps going. And she's like, Kobe keeps going. And one thing leads right into the next. We end up on a trampoline, and I have first time sex. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold the phone. You're a chick virgin? (laughs) Oh no, I'm not. I mean, I did I say that I was? It was like no. I just in my fantasy song, you know, it was my first time, but. Sheesh, I've done it like a million, trillion times. Right. I can't even count. Right. Continue. It's just my fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> I was dead. <laughs> oh, my God. She's like, whoa, whoa no, wait. You've, you've never had girl sex or whatever? She's like, oh, no, I've, of course I've done it. Like, in my She's song, like, maybe not. I'm just not, saying, like, like, the person in the song hasn't, but yeah. I have because I've done it like a billion, trillion times, though. I've done like, it like a billion, trillion times. No one's had sex a trillion times. <laughs> Stop it. You don't know people's lives. Stop no, it. brah. You'd fall apart. You'd fall... Your body <laughs> would just what? fall apart. <laughs> There's no fucking way you've had sex a billion times. Stop that. Not even... You not stop. even sex workers have had sex that long or that many I times. I feel like they could. No. If that's their job, that's what they do all day, every day. L- no. Listeners. Yeah. I don't think you can do anything a billion times at your job. <laughs> I don't think... Steph Curry has shot the ball a billion times. I feel like he probably has. A billion? Yeah. From when he was a fetus to right now. I don't know. <laughs> but anyway, let's continue on with Girl Trash. So they end the song and Misty looks hard into Colby's eyes and says, You're such a romantic. Too bad this shit doesn't happen in real life, right? Come on, let's go find Sid. <laughs> Dang. So after all that, Misty still doesn't get it, nor does she care about what Colby is feeling because Misty's fantasy crush is Tyler. That's who she was singing about. She wasn't even listening to Colby's parts, except Mm -hmm. for the first time sex thing. (laughs) So then Colby's fake uncle arrives, played by Valentine, who's played by Mike O'Connell. According to the screen and title card, still lives in his mother's basement. (laughs) Uh, the character is actually in the web series, Valentine's in the web series, but okay. I believe he's played by a different guy. Oh. They try to add that continuity thing by bringing in a character that was in the web series to kind of, I guess, satiate the uh, web series fans, even though this is considered a prequel to the web series. So they also point out that Zan, Daisy's ex-girlfriend, is there. Daisy still loves her. Mm-hmm. They were together for eight months? Nine months. Nine, <laughs> nine months. Right, right, right. <laughs> 
So Colby is still trying to tell Misty how she feels, and they get interrupted by the fake uncle. He says, Colby, I haven't seen you since Clooney's poker game. I'm mm-hmm. assuming it's George Clooney. They just keep saying Clooney, but I'm pretty sure it's George Clooney. Mm-hmm. So he hugs her and smacks her ass while he hugs her. Wow. But no one else sees this. So Sid and Misty mm-hmm. get all fangirly. They're like, oh my God, Clooney? These dumb behind me words. So um, fake uncle, Funkle, um, <laughs> puts his arms around them and walks off with them and is like, oh yeah, Bono's coming later. They're like, Bono? <laughs> really? Bono. Freaking Bono. <laughs> that was so funny because these girls believe anything. They just right? believe anything. Like, yeah, anything. Bono, Angelina Jolie. They stupid. So they walk off leaving Colby and Ty by the bar. I'm just going to say Ty every now and then. Y'all know who I'm talking about. Oh, <laughs> Colby asks a favor from Tyler. <laughs> she asks, what does she ask Tyler, Nisi? She tells Tyler that she needs to have sex with her so that Misty will think she's cool. And <laughs> Tyler is like, I don't think that's going to work. And um, Colby's like, it has to because I need to get this girl. So, yeah, she explains it. Colby explains it out. You know, if I have sex with you, then whatever. Misty will hook up with Colby on the rebound. And yeah. Tyler thinks about it for a second and says it could work. And Colby <laughs> excitedly says, I'm, I'm telling, telling you. you. <laughs> I was thinking if I hook up with you first, then Misty won't think that I'm a square anymore. And then she'll feel all like jilted and insecure because you didn't hook up with her. And then she'll hook up with me on the rebound. Cool work. I'm telling you. <laughs> that was so Dude. funny. Um, but Tyler totally declines this offer because Daisy yeah. would kill her. That's true. And Colby's like, man, forget Daisy. The F? Yeah, like, I'm a grown-ass woman. (laughs) You grown, too. (laughs) Right? So then Colby proposes that they have fake sex. Mm -hmm. And Tyler's like, how am I supposed to do that? Colby's like, don't worry, I'll figure it out. I'll figure Mm -hmm. it out. So we cut to Daisy looking longingly at Zan and her new girlfriend, Kelly. Oh, yeah, and she's singing because she's sad. Daisy's mm-hmm. feeling real sad. She breaks into mm-hmm. a song, and the song is called It's All Right. She only sings the intro, though. Yeah. It's good. They don't really it's get good. into it yet. Yeah, they, they just kind of, they sprinkle it. They sprinkle it on us. <laughs> yeah. Like fairy dust. <laughs> they just sprinkle it. Uh, we'll get the full song later. But she walks up to the couple and says hi to Zan and asks, can they talk? And the new girlfriend, she's feisty and mean out of the gate, she's bro. super mean. She does not give Daisy a break, man. And the girlfriend is like, oh, look, it's a lot of lame. Mm-hmm. Because her stage name's a lot of flame. And Zan's like, well, Zan doesn't want to talk. And uh, Daisy is still persistent. So Zan apparently broke up with her through a tweet on Twitter. Yeah. That wasn't even directed to her. Like, nope. that's how she found out about it. I feel like that's um, not even like a breakup. That's just... You found out. I don't know what that is. I don't <laughs> like, know. I, had to, I have to see the tweet. <laughs> uh, so the girlfriend is just straight up spitting poison at Daisy. Mm-hmm. What on earth do you need to talk about? I mean, how many times do you have to process this relationship? She dumped you. You're a loser. She's not. End of story. Yeah. Okay, Kelly, Um, why don't you butt out of this? Because if you don't, I swear to God. You're going to what? Kill me with your music? Too late. Listen, you and your slutty hoe bag friend and your desperado band... Need to go crawl under a rock somewhere and leave Zan alone. All these fighting words starts a terrible, hilarious bar fight between them and the rest of the crew. Yeah, they throw hands and get kicked out of the club. (laughs) 
Oh my god. And the rest of the crew jumps right in because why the They're fuck loyal. not? And yeah. yeah. Even though some of them just met that night. Yep. Um it's hilarious. Uh Colby is on some guy's back and he's spinning her around. Like <laughs> it's, it's actually quite precise. Um, it looks so fun though. I'm sure they had the best time filming this. <laughs> Once they get kicked outside, if anyone has access to this movie right now, <laughs> maybe you don't have access to it right now, but whenever you see this next, if you haven't already, when they're getting pushed out the door to the outside, <laughs> look at Gabby. <laughs> Gabby. Gabby is out here punching the air. She's throwing hands at air. Like no one's even around her. She's just, she's just like punching, she's just punching the air and she's trying to look tough and menacing, but it just looks really cute. And then as they push her and her friends out of the frame, she raises her hands above her head like she's Rocky and starts like yeah. it's it's actually quite epic. So they get out of the parking lot. They get out to the parking lot and guess who's waiting on them at Colby's car? It's Monique Shaniqua Jones. <laughs> it is Monique Shaniqua Jones. Tyler, she's like, oh my gosh, they let you out? And she's like, yeah, on good behavior. And apparently she did her re- rehab and her anger management. So she's good to go for the world. But she did seem angry still. Yeah. Um, I'm just wondering how she knew it was Colby's car. Like how she knew it was their car to sit and wait for I them at. I don't know. Maybe she's seen them um, right Because it's Colby's it car. It's before. not like it's Tyler's. She's looking for Tyler. It's not like it's Tyler's car and she's known about it because they have history. She don't know Colby. I don't know. Colby man. didn't know her. Anyway. <laughs> Tyler and Daisy look completely scared when they see Monique. The mm-hmm. rest of the girls don't know what the fuck's going on. They don't know whether these are friends or foes. Monique says that Tyler owes her $4,565.00. And 79 cents, okay? Mm-hmm. And you see, what happens if, like, they only have the $4,565 without the 79 cents? What would happen to these girls? I think they would still get their kneecaps popped because I feel like people would still even want the cents. Yep. I feel like Monique wants every last damn penny. She wants the penny, yep. She wants the, the, the change, you know? <laughs> um, right? She says that... <laughs> She's like, oh, you're not about to cheat me out of my 70 cents. Yeah. 79 cents. Um, uh, apparently, Tyler stole it. That's what she said. But Tyler's like, no, Luann stole it, not her. Uh, Luann is a character from the web series that we'd eventually meet, I guess, if we watched it in sequential order. Yeah. Daisy is like, hey, listen, Tyler will get you your money. Like, I have all the confidence in the world that she will get you the money. But we have Band Slam to go to, and I want to be professional. And Monique was like, um, okay, well, I'm going to hold on to your instruments until you yeah. get my money. So And they have until the midnight. <laughs> Daisy opens her big mouth and basically gives Monique a reason to create some collateral. And Tyler's trying to get her to shut up. Like, she's like, oh, no, we're not, we're not going to band slam. It's not a big deal, blah, 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 whatever. Mm. But Daisy's like, yeah, we could win and everything. We're going to kill it. And it's going <laughs> to, yeah, we're playing this band slam. Yeah, that's what we're playing. So now Monique's like, oh, oh, oh. oh so y'all got stakes. Y'all got stuff in, at, at stake. Okay. So how about this? How about this? They got instruments. I keep <laughs> all of these instruments and equipment until y'all get my money. And I'm like, dang, Daisy, you had to go and open your big mouth. 
I don't think she she definitely didn't know though. I think she was she literally said she was trying to be professional and she really wanted to go to Band Slam. So she didn't realize she said yeah. it, but she didn't realize what was going on because Tyler was like, "Yo, shut up." Yeah. But before Monique leaves with their stuff, Colby's like, "Wait, that's my car." Oh, oh, mm. this is you. Oh, really? Busts out the passenger window. Uh, yep. Colby is about to pass the f out because that's her car. That's her yeah. car, dude. She has to get places with that. Yeah. Kelly, which is Zan's new girlfriend, saw everything go down from the valet area. And she is talking mm-hmm. mad shit. So as the valet car pulls up with Kelly's car, Tyler hops up in that bitch <laughs> and drives the fuck off. Yeah. At first I was like, oh my gosh, she's leaving her girls. Like, come on now. What's going on? But she drives around, stops real quick, and they all pile in and get away. Yep. It was so awesome seeing Gabby flip the bird. (laughs) (laughs) That was funny. (laughs) Spencer Garland got an edge. So while they're like all like excited because they just stole a car, Sid makes a dumb comment and says it's the best night of her life. Really? Okay. I guess (laughs) you don't do much in your life. Um, Tyler says to check the glove compartment because there's a surprise in there. Ooh. It's a stash of drugs. It's a good right, amount of drugs, a whole bunch too. of drugs, yeah. I don't know how much drugs cost, because I don't buy stuff like that, but apparently <laughs> it's they cost. thousands of dollars of drugs. They knew that. I don't know. I don't know yeah, how... Yeah, I don't really... I don't think it was 10000 I think, like, a bunch of coke would be, like, 10000 But that just looked like marijuana. But even $5,000. Like, how do you... I don't know what $5,000 worth of marijuana looks like. I don't know what $3,000 <laughs> worth of marijuana looks like. It just looked like a bag of weed to me. I don't know how much it cost. Um, so... The fact that Tyler knew that the stash was in the glove compartment gets Misty really hot. And she is looking at Tyler with bedroom eyes. Like, she is so turned on by this move that Tyler knew the drugs were there. While they're all, like, going, oh, my God, drugs, yeah, woohoo! <laughs> Zan calls Daisy and asks to bring the car back. Now, Zan's mm-hmm. calmness is very cool to me. The whole, yeah. the whole movie, she's just, like, very calm. So she just straight up like, she wasn't even screaming and angry. She was like, listen, I just need the car back. But she straight up like, yo, just bring Kelly's car back. Kelly was about to call the cops, but I stopped her. And they're like, whoa, well, she has all these drugs in the car. So I highly doubt that, you know, the cops want to know about this. Mm -hmm. So they agree to meet in person to get the car back. Uh, Zan and Daisy. And while they're all like hooting and hollering in the car, Zan (laughs) ends the call with, by the way, this is why. And Daisy's like, why what? (laughs) Laughing, LOL. Zan Mm -hmm. says, this is why I broke up with you. And then hangs up. And Daisy's just crunchy. She looks shooketh, yeah. She was just having a great time, and now all the air was taken out of her balloon. Mm -hmm. Everyone in the car sees her face, and they're like, what did she say? Daisy lies and says, uh, in order to save face, she says, she's so sorry I was wrong to leave you. She loves me and always will. Yeah. And Tyler's like, nah, bitch, what's she really say? <laughs> uh, right? Because she knows. <laughs> because she knows what's up. So they make a plan to sell the drugs in order to get the money for Monique. Then Daisy gets an, a cool idea, which is to sell the drugs to Colby's sorority, which is actually a great idea because rich white girls, they love, they love drugs. Oh, yeah. And they have money. So it's a sure deal. Colby's mm-hmm. afraid to head over to the sorority house because uh, she has her crew that's already going to be with her. And she already has six demerits already. <laughs> yeah, heard that. She, 
Yeah, I don't know what I've never been in a sorority, nor have I had the will or want to do that. So I don't even know yeah, how right? important demerits are. I mean, it's your last night being at that school, so true. What what is it going <laughs> to affect? <laughs> so she's uh, currently missing the farewell ceremony, which is the event where all the girls spend the last night before graduation together. So the queen bee of the sorority, Lauren Takahashi, played by <laughs> Malaya Rivera Drew lectures her and asks her what was more important than this event. And Daisy pretends to cough and says, sex with Misty. (laughs) Oh, like, um, Misty's standing right there. (laughs) Like, I know she heard Mm -hmm. that. Queen Bee uh, asks her what she can give them to atone for her missing this event. And Colby pulls out the bag of drugs and says, party Party favors? favors? Yeah. So when Colby pulls out these party favors, it is lit. It gets turned. It gets turned. They break out into a house party. Cut to Tyler counting all that money. It was basically like a sorority trap house. They had drugs everywhere. (laughs) It was. They were all doing drugs on the couch. They were all walking around doing drugs. Um, Tyler's sitting there counting money like she's the kingpin or whatever. Like (laughs) This was a sorority trap house. Oh, my God. Outside, Missy and Colby are talking about on the back patio, getting to know each other. They're talking about space camp because Misty used to go. And she cites a famous astronaut named Story Musgrave as inf- inspiration. And when she starts the story, Mandy, I'm going to say Mandy because this is, <laughs> I don't know who else this was. Mandy gives this amazing giggle, like mid-sentence. She just loses her shit for a second and just giggles. It's so genuine, <laughs> like as she's explaining who Story Musgrave is, and then she collects herself back up and continues the story. Do you know who Story Musgrave was? He was an astronaut. It's a, I, I bought every button that he had from every launch he had ever done. I used to dream of being um, like a counselor there. That was my goal at 15. Didn't get that. Oh. So I chose acting. I don't know if <laughs> the, it was an inside joke on set or what it was, but it was cute. It was a really cute laugh. It might have been a blooper that they just left in or she kept going or whatever. Yeah. But, you know, she had a giggle fit. (laughs) So Story Musgrave is a famous astronaut, which is a bit too on the nose considering her real name is Mandy Musgrave. Right? I I noticed that right away. (laughs) I don't know if she's related to to the astronaut in real life and that was a shout out to her relative or what, but I mean. I don't know. His first name is Story. Which isn't even really his real first name. That's like his nickname or middle name. But anyway, Misty had a goal of being a counselor at space camp, but that never happened. So she started acting and she hates L.A. because everyone's fake. Um, Colby puts things in perspective for Misty. See, L.A., it's like a treasure chest. There's all sorts of hidden gems all over the place. You just have to know how to look for them. See, other cities are really slutty. They just have everything out there to see. There's no mystery. But L.A.? she makes you work i don't know no listen if you drive downtown there's this crappy electronic store on 6th street but if you go through the store and into the storeroom with a flashlight you can look up in the rafters and see the remnants of the first vaudeville house built in la that's so cool yeah and if you drive in in the santa monica mountains the second week of april there are Acres and acres of blooming wildflowers everywhere. You guys don't have seasons. That's not true. Just not the ones that you're used to. But if you've lived here long enough, you can detect the subtle changes in the quality of the light and feel of the air. 
I don't know. You just can't look at the surface. Gotta look beneath. That sounded mad beautiful, though. Like, oh, it's so poetic. Like, uh, mm. Missy is completely smitten with Colby in this moment. And Sid comes outside and interrupts their beautiful talk. Yeah. And Sid says, um, who's going to be first or whatever. Oh, she said, do we have a winner to yeah. the who's going to sleep with Tyler first or something competition? Yeah. And as that's being said, another sorority girl calls Colby into the house. So she leaves. And mm-hmm. Misty watches her leave. She watches dead ass. <laughs> And Sid is like, Sid just looks at her like, wait, what the fuck? You feeling this chick? <laughs> and you Misty straight up, Misty straight up like looks over at Sid and goes, she's cute. Yeah. Talking about Colby. That was cute. Mm-hmm. Plain and simple. And Sid's like, um, hello, the hottest um, girl on hi. the West Coast, which I know is an exaggeration because <laughs> she's not the hottest girl on the West Coast. She's pretty, but I can't think that she's the hottest girl on the West Coast. But she's ready to be your bed bitch, okay? So get your head in the game. Wait, sorry, yep. wrong musical. <laughs> <laughs> so Zan meets them at the sorority house to get Kelly's car back. Yeah, this scene was so sad. Like, oh my uh, God. what's her name? Zannies? I call her Zannies because the drugs. <laughs> Zannies gets super real with Daisy. Like, Yeah, she's like she, cold and everything. I get that she had to be honest, but some stuff she didn't even need to say. Yeah. Like, she didn't like, have to go that hard. God, she just stabbed her. And it's like, you you ever did a, you ever played Mortal Kombat? You probably haven't done that because you're young. No. But in Mortal Kombat, once you, you're really getting them, you're boom, boom, boom. <laughs> Finish her. Finish him. <laughs> it was like, bruh, like, Zan, like, let Daisy get back up off the ground. Like, don't just finish her. But she finished her. So yeah. we're going to go through what she said. Mm-hmm. So she agrees to talk to Daisy before they could, you know, exchange the car. And Daisy asks if Zan is happy with Kelly. And Zan is like, why? <laughs> why ask this? Daisy's like, I want you to be honest with me, Zan. And mm-hmm. Zan says... Nobody really wants honesty, even when they ask for it, which is true. I learned that a couple years ago. Uh, dead. <laughs> um, yeah, Zannies didn't have to say, like, I mean, she was like, <laughs> she, well, okay, you say what she was going to say first, and then when she talks about the song, I'm going to tell her what she said and didn't need to say. Because <laughs> okay. she went a little too hard. So Daisy says she loves Zan. Daisy wants to know if she feels the same way or was it all a hallucination? And, and Zan says, listen, I loved you, Daisy. It's just not enough because I can't sit and wait for you and Tyler to get your shit together. So it seems mm-hmm. to be like a maturity issue and a settling down issue. Mm-hmm. It's really cool <laughs> that, first off, it was a sidetrack right here. It's really cool that Daisy's ex-girlfriend's name is Zan, like Xanax, because whenever Daisy sees her, she's put into a state of euphoria. <laughs> Are you stupid? What? <laughs> As Xanax are capable of, of doing, if you take enough of them. I'm just oh, saying. Okay. That was That was clever. <laughs> so Daisy says, I wrote a song for you. Um, I don't want your song. What? I don't want your song, Daisy, because this is over. And I don't, I don't want you... 
I don't want your song. I, I really actually don't want anything to do with your life. I just want Kelly's car back. What does she have that I don't? Daisy, you have to let me go. What does she have? She has talent. That was so harsh. You did not need to say all that, that stuff. All she had to say was, me. I can't wait for you and Tyler to get your stuff together. Like, I can't do this no more. She didn't need to say all that other mean stuff. Like, that was too much. Yeah. Um, well, when, when Daisy says I wrote a song for you, she could have just been like, okay. Oh, uh, no, thank cool. you. Thank you, though. <laughs> I appreciate that you did that for me. Um, yeah. But as a songwriter myself... I've written songs inspired by people and I, that I've cared about and I've told them. And oh. if someone had told me, I don't want your song, <laughs> I, I'd probably jump out my 20-story window. That's what yeah, I would just go die. Like, uh-uh. I'd just hop into traffic. I'd be like, you know what? Let me just hop on into this traffic real quick. I'm going to go ahead and just jump in the casket. Like, I'm just going to tie some rocks to my waist and then just hop into the Hudson. That's, yep, that's all I'm doing. What are you doing tonight? That's what I'm doing. Yep. Right. Um, Dang, that sounds evil. I'm sorry, guys. We're just being funny. We're not, yeah, we're just talking about how it would make us feel. We're just joking. Yeah, we're definitely joking. We're not like, don't call anybody. We're fine. We're completely fine. (laughs) (laughs) But. To be honest, like, Zan is allowed to not want the song. Like, it's yeah. harsh, but she's allowed to not want it. She just didn't need to say it like that. Yeah, and she says, I don't want you. I don't want your song. I don't want anything to do with your life. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Ouch, bro. She said, I just want Kelly's car back. She ain't have no soul. Mm-mm. So then Daisy's like, what does she have that I don't? An old girl says, she has talent. She has talent. <laughs> oh my god! What? Like first She's you like, insult, finish, like, finish her, <laughs> right? She just like shot on her life, her whole Ooh. life, literally. That hurt me. That hurt my. I didn't write the song. I, I wasn't dating <laughs> Zan, but I feel it. Yeah. And as Zan starts to leave, she starts to sing. Oh, this is my song. It's called "It's All Right." I was listening to it in the shower the other day. So good. Oh yeah, most most if not all of these songs are amazing. Like it's so it's so good. Um there's a cool thing they do where she walks, she's singing and she walks into the sorority house and mm-hmm. as she's singing the chorus starts and all the girls start to sing the chorus with her in oh, harmony. Oh yeah. Yeah. But no one's and they're looking all at having her. a good time. Yeah, they're all singing the song. They're but they're continuing to, to do their what they were doing. They're like yeah. some are playing beer pong, some are just hanging out, some are drinking beer, some are getting beer out of the keg. They're mm-hmm. all doing their normal activities that they'd be doing, playing cards, whatever. But they're singing the chorus with her, which is mm-hmm. really cool. No one's looking at her; they're just doing their <laughs> that thing. That was cool. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. And Colby comes back to the backyard after leaving for a while, and she's looking for Misty. But Misty's talking to Tyler. And Sid is just gloating about how she's too late in arriving and that Missy yeah. got to Tyler first, assuming that Colby even wanted Tyler. 
Yeah. She was making um, Colby feel even worse. So Sid is mad drunk. Um, she <laughs> thinks that Colby wanted Tyler, and she's totally tone deaf in this moment. Not musically, mm-hmm. but I mean, like, socially. <laughs> um, she's being really mean to Colby. And Colby's really sad because she miss, uh, she sees Misty and Tyler sitting together. And Misty is kind of holding Tyler's hand, like her wrist or something like that. Oh, she was, like, playing with her hands. Yeah. And so Colby continues to sing the song, It's All Right. She picks up the song that um mm-hmm. that daisy started then after colby sings her part misty starts singing to tyler about you know being right for her and everyone's pretty much longing for something in this song it's really sad yeah it's kind of it like rocks the sad i want like it's like the i never got <laughs> song <laughs> yeah but uh it's really cool i love the fact that the rest of the girls are singing while they're doing normal stuff and then toward mm-hmm. the end of the song they all crowd around Daisy and start singing um, with her, like with her, like she's on, oh, yeah, like with she's the lighters on stage. And stuff. Mm-hmm, with the lighters yeah, like in the at air. A concert. Yeah, and Daisy's singing to them as if she's performing, and they do a triple screen of Misty, Colby, and Daisy all singing, and then it okay. does this thing where it shuffles all three of them together while they're singing. It shuffles the three mm-hmm. faces. The next scene, Colby goes to talk to the Queen Bee, Lauren, mm-hmm. and she wants to tell her about how she feels about Misty. So she starts off by saying, um, I just want to tell you something. She's like, what? She's like, I'm pretty sure that I'm gay. And Lauren's like, yeah, I already knew. And Colby's like, how? Like, and Lauren's like, intramural softball. I'm like, <laughs> we played softball growing up and we're straight. Yeah. And so did our mom. <laughs> our mom played softball too. And we have a dad and everything. <laughs> so stop trying to make these stereotypes, people. Like. If someone likes softball, it doesn't mean they're gay. Like, stop doing stereotypes. And also, being a cheerleader, if you're a dude, doesn't make you gay either. Just wanted to put that out there because it makes me mad. Like, I have a lot of straight male friends that are straight. Like, they they are married to women and have kids that I grew up cheerleading with. So just because you're a male cheerleader doesn't mean that you're gay. Yeah, so please just think about that because... I hate hearing stuff like that. (laughs) Me too. I get so mad. Yeah. So let's not put that narrative out there, okay? Yeah, just um, educate yourself. Yeah, man, just go ahead and uh, hang out with other people and learn other people's <laughs> lives, you know? Let's just yeah. learn to love one another. <laughs> so Colby asks Lauren, how do I have fake sex? And she's like, I don't understand what you mean. And then she explains it or whatever. And Lauren basically verbally shows her an orgasm, like, what to say during an orgasm oh yeah and Colby's like no i can't say those things and then (laughs) she eventually gets the picture and leaves Mm -hmm. next misty and tyler are inside the living room of the sorority house and they're continuing to talk and they're talking about the first time that misty saw tyler perform at the dark room and it seemed to be a great conversation and misty's having such a good time with it that she decides to ask tyler if she knows about the seasons in la which is a callback to the conversation that she had with Colby previously about mm-hmm. how you can see the seasons. You just got to, you just pay attention, you know? So Misty asks Tyler straight up, can you feel the seasons just to test out whether she's the one? And Tyler's <laughs> yeah. like, no, like there are no seasons she in was LA. Harsh. Yeah. She's like, it's, <laughs> it's just, just hot, hot and, and fucking hotter. hotter. <laughs> yeah. And Misty looks disappointed. Like, oh, she's looking for traits that colby has in tyler's traits while they're talking the sorority girls come up 
Lauren and a couple others. And they grab Misty and take her mm-hmm. to do some ceremony in the basement. They blindfold her, but it's all a ruse to get her out of the way so that Colby and Tyler can go pretend to have fake sex. Mm-hmm, yeah. And the ceremony is really strange, but they repeat <laughs> everything after her. And here's some parts of it. To cherish these friendships forever. To cherish these friendships forever. To be bonded in everlasting sisterhood. To be bonded in everlasting sisterhood. I mean, not like the Leslie kind. I mean, not like the Leslie kind. I mean, that's fine for Colby, if that's what she's into. No judgments. But most of us like Dick. I mean, that's fine for Colby, if that's what she's into. No judgments. But most of us like Dick. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, you guys are totally freaking me out. So they come up with this thing where they say she's a civilian sister now. Um, so they let her leave and she's like, do you guys know where my friends went? And they like, they're like, oh yeah, they went upstairs. Um, trying to get her to go upstairs. <laughs> so when we find out the girls are in on it because they're texting Colby that Misty's about to arrive upstairs. Gabby Christian is hilarious in this part because they are making out and she's copying everything that Lauren told her to say. It's like a script. Like she just with no heart and soul behind it. It's just, she's repeating what she heard. It's actually really funny. But after a while, like Tyler starts to like it. Like when she goes, she says, oh, you're making me so wet. I feel like Tyler starts to like it (laughs) at that point. (laughs) So she gets really into it. So they do this really good misdirect because they show Misty wearing or walking up the stairs and then they show her opening a door. And then right when they show her opening a door, they show it from inside the room, and you see a door opening as well from the inside in the room that Tyler and Colby are in. But it's a whole nother person opening the door. Yeah, it's actually they, Daisy. They tricked us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, okay, when I first watched this movie, I literally thought that it was going to go as planned and Misty was going to walk in there, and I can't believe they tricked us. Yep, yep. And then it shows the door that Misty actually opened was a room with a bathroom in it. And then it shows her coming out of the bathroom. <laughs> so Daisy yep. is pissed. <laughs> yeah. Daisy is completely pissed. Daisy didn't want Tyler to have sex with her sister. So Tyler's saying that nothing happened, but it looks so real. And Tyler's explaining, like, we were pretending, we were faking it. Yeah. Daisy doesn't believe a word of it. So Daisy says that Colby is way too good for Tyler, which is like, what? I thought y'all was friends. Shit. Um, she also kicks her out of the band. <laughs> so it's like, dang, let's just throw you away completely. Like, you Makes know, what, sense. <laughs> she's mad. Yeah. She's tossing her out of everything. I don't want you in my life. I don't want you to know me. Mm. Tyler's back on the back patio where all the fun conversations happened earlier. And she's smoking a cigarette and looking sad. And Misty comes over and sees her. And she stands at the door and she starts singing a refrain from Fantasy Crush while looking longingly at Tyler. She's thinking, this is my chance. (laughs) Pause. I just want to say, not really pause. This movie rocks. It does, yeah. It really rocks. So Misty goes over to Tyler. Oh, she says hi. And then Tyler's like, hey, Misty. And then Misty just kisses Tyler without her consent. Just runs (laughs) up on her. Jesus. And Tyler pushes her off and is like, WTF. She's like, get off me. And right when she says, get off me, the music in the background hits a really bad note, Uh, which is really clever. And it stops abruptly. And Tyler's like, it's never going to happen, okay? Yeah. 
And then Misty cries. Oh, Misty looks so embarrassed. Oh, my God. She's yeah, like, I would be. She's I like, would... okay. Well, then why are you going to run up on somebody and kiss them out the blue? Like, dude, she wasn't because expecting Because you like them. <laughs> that, that's just, no. That's, that's, that's very 1998. Nowadays, Ew, you do that, you catch a charge. You can catch a charge. Yeah, true. Yep. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, Misty looks so sad. Oh, my God. So she walks off awkwardly, really quickly. And I feel bad for Misty, even though we're rooting for her to end up with Colby. I still mm-hmm. feel bad for her. Yeah. She likes somebody, too. So then we see Misty on the doorstep, the front doorstep of the sorority house, and she's crying. And Colby walks over to see if she's okay. And she explains what happened and says, I just made a fool of myself. And she's upset about the situation with Tyler. And Misty says, am I that disgusting? Now, yeah, Colby pretty much has what she wants. Like, <laughs> this is what Colby wanted. Colby wanted Misty to be upset about oh, yeah, so Tyler so that... Exactly, exactly. So, Colby, this is what you got. Colby says, no, you're beautiful. And Colby explains Tyler to Misty. I have known Tyler my entire life. She's like the best friend my sister could ever have, and she may be hot, but all Tyler cares about is smoking pot and being cool while playing her bass. I just feel like you've been making up all this stuff about her, but none of it is real. She had to put things in perspective. A fantasy crush is not real life. The person isn't really like that in, you know, in real life. But Missy says that she likes her fantasies because in fantasies, you don't have to deal with the real person. That's scarier. Yeah, true. You know, like what happens when you let that person in and they know your secrets and they end up not liking you? And then Colby says, but what if they do? Oh. What if they do? (laughs) (laughs) We're back inside of the sorority house and Daisy is there and she opens up the front door. And who is it? It's Monique Shaniqua Jones. She's at the party. She has her golf club and she's ready to collect Mm -hmm. that dough. That paper. Um, Yeah. Tyler comes in and runs under the table with them. Yeah. They all scream and run. Um, She's chasing them with her golf club. She's swinging it everywhere. And they're under the table. Valentine is there too. When did he get to the party? Well, he come with there them? was a, a quick scene where um, he showed up at the house. I guess Sid called Valentine, and Sid brought him in to the house because they wanted oh. to have sex, and that's why <laughs> they were on the couch when Monique came in. They were on the couch making out. Yeah. One great artistic point is that we mentioned this earlier. Monique doesn't have a gun. She does not have a knife. She has mm-hmm. a golf club. I don't know if this is a statement for gun control. Or anything like mm-hmm. that. But in the web series, she has a gun. Oh. She has a gun for um one of the episodes that she shoots a dude in the laundromat. So oh, I don't wow. know, for the movie they were like, yo, let's not let's not promote guns or anything like that. <laughs> but the fact that she's handling business with this golf club, who needs a gun? They're they're just right, as scared. That works too. <laughs> yeah. So pull out that nine iron. <laughs> so uh while they're running, Tyler uh, comes in, sees what's going on, starts to run around with them, and they all congregate under the ping pong table. And they're all down there screaming. And Tyler gets down on the ground, too, and starts to crawl under the table with the three people. And you see all the money in her back pocket. Yeah. And effing Valentine sees the money Whoa. while they're all screaming, takes the money out of her pocket and puts it in his pocket. 
I feel like that's a great a great time to do it because no one's even paying attention. Mm-hmm. They're all screaming and looking away, and he just sees it and he's like, "Oh, let me just take it." And they're like, they're still screaming and looking away. Like exactly, like ain't nobody trying to worry about what's in her pocket. She didn't feel it come out of her pocket either because she mm-hmm. was screaming and crawling. Because she's trying to save her life. She doesn't care what's going on otherwise. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's that's the best time to steal from somebody. <laughs> While this is all happening. Uh, Misty and Colby are back on the front porch of the uh, sorority, front step. Oh, I will say that even this part looks fun when they're about to die and everything because I could honestly say that it makes sense and it feels really fun. Unlike a movie like Booksmart, I know a lot of people like the movie Booksmart and I went to theaters and I paid for Booksmart and I almost thought about leaving because Mm -hmm. it was just so predictable. I called jokes in the theater, I'm like, okay, now they're going to say this. All right, they said it. <laughs> you know, the whole movie, I saw everything coming. And then there was a part, there's people in the movie that are frantic just to be funny. Like, they think it's, they're frantic for no reason. And everyone in the theater is laughing. I'm like, there's no point behind the franticness. They're not earning it. In this movie, they are earning their franticness. These people are running away from a woman who's trying to kill them. It's not for no reason. Even the bar fight, that actually happens. You didn't have to add anything to that scene. Um... You don't have to add a claymation or a stop motion segment to make the joke even better. It's just fine the way it is. And that's what I really like about this scene. I mean, or this movie. It's it's a low budget film, but they did their thing. They they used what they had easily. Mm-hmm. We're back to seeing Misty and Colby on the front step. And they're just staring into each other's eyes. And Misty grabs Colby's face and she's about to kiss her. Yeah. But at that moment... The whole crew comes out of the sorority house running away from Monique. And the funny thing is, if you look closely, you can see Michelle Lombardo, who plays Tyler. When she runs out of the house and dives onto the lawn, Monique has the golf club on her back. It looks like Michelle is about to break character and start busting out laughing. (laughs) But they cut real quick. (laughs) You can tell they really had a lot of fun shooting this. But while this happens, some security cops from the campus come over and... They're like, what the F? <laughs> and they threaten to tase Monique. And she don't believe them because they're campus police. But they actually do tase her. Yeah, they tase the junk out of her. As they should. She has a weapon. Yeah. She's scaring sorority girls. Um, by the way, the girl who plays Officer Margie is played by Megan Cavanaugh. She played Marla Hooch on A League of Their Own. So that was an awesome cameo if you guys love that movie. I love that movie. I saw that movie. You made me watch it. It was pretty good. Yep. The girls are taken to jail and, um, (laughs) well, it's more of a holding cell until their parents are called or whatever. Misty and Colby are in the cell. All five of our our main girls are in one cell and Monique Shaniqua Jones is in another because I guess she's like a, she's like a high level criminal or whatever. Yeah. She was dangerous to them. Oh yeah, that's right. She was trying to kill them. Right, right, right. (laughs) Misty and Kobe are in the cell, and they're sitting really close to each other. Oh, they're cute. Kind of trying to keep the vibe going in jail, you know? (laughs) Keep the vibe going in jail? Yeah. I feel like the vibe is gone when you're sitting in jail. Nah, if you really, really (laughs) want to kiss somebody and you're really feeling somebody, no matter what, y'all are going to find a way. Like, I've been there. Even in jail? That's hilarious. I mean, I haven't been to jail, but I'm saying, like, when you meet somebody and you have a thing, like, that whole night that you sit next to each other, y'all go out to eat, y'all sit next to each other. Like, it's just, Yeah. Anyway, yeah. so they threw everybody in jail. Uh, Daisy, Tyler, Sid, Colby, and Misty. 
And the campus police called Colby and Daisy's mom to come pick them up. And they are not happy about that. So Daisy and Tyler start arguing about how Tyler had sex with Colby. And they're doing it in front of everybody. They're having this argument in front of the rest of the girls. They're exposing themselves in front of everybody. They're telling everybody business. Mm -hmm. And of course, Misty hears that Tyler and Colby did it. But they didn't really do it. But Daisy's telling her because that's what Daisy saw. And Misty is unhappy about that because she really trusted Colby. They talked about the seasons. And she liked Tyler. So she was double hurt. Wow. It's like, wow, you know? So she's not feeling Colby right now. Daisy goes around and basically opens up a whole can of worms and tells everything that's been going on that night about the fake uncle, about Angelina Jolie and all that stuff. Yeah, and she says, Colby ain't even really gay. Oh, and yes. everyone sits there so awk and um colby is hurt and she oh and misty's hurt too because she's like really and yeah that was so yeah. rude of her to just say and i'm surprised that colby didn't say anything and was like um actually i am gay i'm just new so mm. yeah like oh god that hurts like when they keep <laughs> saying she's not really gay that hurts my heart like it hurts my feelings <laughs> like stop that yeah right so now misty marks colby as a liar but mm-hmm. she explains that she had to lie to get Misty to like her. And Misty's like, hold that. You can keep that. Keep that apology. Keep it. Go mm-hmm. ahead and put it in your pocket. Keep it. Okay? Because <laughs> I don't want it. So then Daisy and Colby's mom comes to pick them up. She's a hot mess. She's also pissed. Oh, she's pissed. <laughs> and she picks up her daughters. And she picks up the rest of the crew, too. And takes them home, too. Yeah, she... She don't even know them. Dude, my, my parents would have been like, nah, just you and, just Nisi and Nettie. That's all, that's all my people. Yeah, they would have been like, him. I don't know y'all. Y'all could have gotten yeah. them into this. Y'all Call be, your parents. Y'all could have shot know, somebody. <laughs> for real. <laughs> I don't got enough money for y'all. <laughs> yeah, uh, we good. I don't think it's money. I think it's just a holding cell. It's college. It's not real, real jail. Um, but um, that was nice of her because she could have left the other girls to fend for themselves. Um, <laughs> while they're in the car, the mom is lecturing them and she's basically lecturing them about their life choices and things like that. Like yeah. getting up, getting her up in the damn middle of the night to come pick you guys <laughs> up. And as she's saying that, her lecture starts to drown out and decrescendo. And a song starts to crescendo. And Colby starts her song off like this. Yep, they're singing in traffic. Um, it's actually really cool because it seems that they're all in their own world singing the same song and they're all feeling the same emotion at the same time. But they got different lyrics. Yeah. They got different lyrics oh. and they're not sing- like like before when, when they sang 2AM, they were all singing mm-hmm. to each other in the car. But in reality, they're all in the car right now and they're not speaking to each other. They're all sitting in the car, mm-hmm. but in their minds, they're singing. It's really cool concept mentally. Yeah. Gabby's voice, of course, sounds really good. <laughs> all this scene. I think she's the best singer out of all these girls. Besides um, <laughs> Lisa Rifle, who plays Daisy. Um, all the girls in this dream sequence get out of the car and start walking down the street. And the whole, everybody's yeah. in a traffic jam. So the cars are lined up. And they're all like, red light, green light. What? Uh, 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 oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
So they're singing and continuing the song while walking. It's a cool effect. There's like a rainbow filter on the um the screen yeah, as the far as the cars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a cool effect. Because well, another cool thing is they're walking forward toward the camera, like through the cars, through the line of cars, but they're never really leaving their position where they are at their car. So it'll cut, it'll show them walking forward, but they're never really getting anywhere, which is really cool. At the end of the song, uh, the way Gabby is staring up at the sky is so, such a beautiful shot. I love that. It was sad. She looked sad. She looked like she was thinking about her life. As she should. She's about to graduate. (laughs) Yeah, but it did look sad, but it looked hopeful at the same time, which is kind of weird, but... I really love that mm-hmm. visual. She's not singing. She's just looking up at the sky. I love it. It's probably my favorite visual of the entire movie. Not my favorite song, but visually it's it's my favorite. Yeah, that's true. But at the end of the song, Colby's sitting on top of the car and she's finishing out the song and they pan down and all the rest of the girls are sitting in the car again, except for her. They They shine out her portion and then they do a flash and she's back in the car. So it was almost like all the other girls mm-hmm. were finished getting through their feelings but she had she was the last one that had a little more to say before she got back in the car mentally i love that you laugh but i love that stuff so as it finishes her mom's lecture starts to crescendo back up yeah and then she asks her mom if she's going to her graduation and she's like nah i told you i'm going to san diego with greg and kobe gets upset and leaves the car and runs down the street now this is real this isn't a dream anymore she's really getting out of the car this time (laughs) And her mom pretty much calls her immature. Yeah. And then once Kobe goes down the street, Daisy runs after her, leaving Sid, Misty, and Tyler in the car. And the mom is just sitting there wondering <laughs> when the rest of them are going to run out because y'all ain't my kids. Right, she's like, go ahead. <laughs> I don't even know y'all. Get she's out. Like, get out. I don't even know y'all. Go on. What are you waiting for? I don't even know you. <laughs> right. I was like, that's true. She like, said it's so funny. No, but seriously, like, if her daughters are no longer in the car, what's the point? <laughs> what's the point? Yeah, she's gonna take somebody else's kids home. It's like Colby and Daisy got out of the car. I think I'm gonna get out too because I don't know this lady. <laughs> exactly. I would have did the same thing. Would be like, yeah, no, I, I think I'm gonna get out too because I don't know you. And you don't know me. <laughs> so Daisy catches up with Colby and talks to her about what's been going on and apologizes for being so mean earlier and yelling all that stuff and everything and telling her business about the stuff and her thing is is daisy's like i just don't want you to get your heart broken you know i she helps her mend her broken hearts when she was dating guys and doesn't even want to deal you know think about the heartbreak that comes with girls yeah because b words ain't s (laughs) neither are n words they are nobody is s (laughs) for real so Daisy's been like a mother figure to Colby, and so she's being protective over her heart. And Colby says, it's my heart to break. And I'm like, real talk, Colby. How you gonna learn? Mm-hmm. You know? So Daisy says, it hurts me all the same, though. Dang. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. Tyler's talking to Misty for some reason, and Tyler's just giving Misty the real about who she is and what she's about. And she's like, if we hooked up, we would have had a good time. But then after uh-huh. that... I wouldn't have called. Oh. You know, I wouldn't have seen you again. <laughs> and so I, w- I would have just moved on and broke your heart. So also, wow. you know. I mean, at least she kept it honest. Yeah, keep it real. I mean, it was mean, but yeah, it was honest. But it wasn't nowhere as, as mean as, what's her name? Xanax. Zan? Zanny. <laughs> yeah. 
she also explains about putting Colby up to lying because oh, yeah. she wanted to help Colby out. She says Colby doesn't have a lying bone in her body. Dang. Mm-hmm. I still don't think Missy was trying to hear that, though. Yeah, she's still a little... She's not completely okay yet. But I like the scene of them walking together. Like, you know, the crew is just all tired and y'all just been going through it for the past, what, six hours, whatever. And you all wearing the same clothes and y'all starting to smell a little (laughs) bit. But who cares, you know? Right. Y'all just having an adventurous night, you know, getting it done. So while they're walking from leaving Colby's mom's car, they eventually walk to the point where they find Colby's car. I don't know how they found her car. I was going to say, did someone tell them where their car was? Did they know where it was? How they got there? How they No knew? idea. How'd they know where Monique left it? Or maybe they walked back to the sorority know. house and that's where it was. I don't, I don't know. know. So Colby jumped out of traffic at the right damn time because they, they must have been close. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they get in the car and they decide to head over to Band Slam. Yeah. And for some reason, we cut over to Monique and they're letting her out of jail again. Like This time she said... It's because the jail was overcrowded, yeah. <gasps> Dang, they do not care, bro. The, the, mm-hmm. the j- prison system or whatever just ain't working for nobody. It's working for Monique, though. So the girls are heading over to Darklight for a band slam. And it's cool. All the girls are there to support the band, even though some of them, like Misty and Sid, they don't even know. <laughs> they don't even really know Daisy and uh, Tyler like that. But they're just like, oh, good yeah. luck. Yeah, y'all are going to kill it. Woo. <laughs> you know, I got me. I guess after y'all been in jail together, y'all pretty much, you know, gone through life together. And y'all are friends now. Right. So Daisy and Tyler are backstage and they are with the rest of the band uh, meeting up with them and everything. And they run into Zan and Kelly and her friends slash band. And they're just yeah. like Kelly's band is just like talking smack for no reason. Like, what are you trying to accomplish here? She's still not letting up on the smack talk. Not at all. She's like talking about how they can't perform because they're not used to doing big shows. And this is not some little rinky dinky, you know, situation. This is for money. This is for cash. <laughs> And Kelly says that she's embarrassed for them in advance. Okay, no one asked you. Um, Kelly's band is called the Dolly Rots. And so they head on out to go on stage and do their thing, leaving Tyler and Daisy's band just to sit there and look sad because Kelly's throwing salt in their mental game. Mm -hmm. And Zan's there and she's just like, I don't I just don't think you music's for everybody. No one asked you. You never say that. <laughs> Daisy didn't go, hey, Zan, do you think my music's for everybody? Nope. <laughs> she didn't say that. Shut up. No one asked her to say that, She Nisi. didn't. She just said it out nope. the blue, out the clear blue sky. <laughs> so, you know, Tyler's like, yo, I'm standing up for my girl. You know what I'm saying? It's like, real nice, Zan. After she spent eight long-ass months with you. <laughs> so it was nine. Daisy corrects her and says, oh, it was nine. So they continue that through line. Um, But as the Dolly Rots are playing, Daisy and Tyler are watching from the side of the stage. And Daisy's getting mad nervous. Like she's letting what Kelly said and what Zan said go to her head. Mm -hmm. She's like, oh, my God, we stink. We stink. Mm -hmm. And Tyler's trying to just be like, "Nah, she's trying to get in your head. Like we don't stink. Like this is not a big deal. So while the Dolly Rots are performing, all the main character girls in the audience are vibing off the music and everything, just totally vibing, whatevs. Mm. And Colby just turns to Misty and goes, you're my never gonna happen crush. 
Now, pause. So before this, before they say this, when um, when all the girls were in the car, Misty did not even want to look at Colby because Colby was trying to look at Misty and she would always look away. And she did the yeah. same thing when they got to Band Slam. Yeah. Like, um, Colby was uh, telling Daisy good luck. And then Colby turned around and Misty was turned around too. But then she looked the other way once Colby was looking at her. And I was like, dang, she is really she sure not even trying to look at this girl. But she's so did. mad. And you know what? <laughs> I've had that happen to me too. I've been in Misty's shoes where I don't like someone and, I, and they look at me and <laughs> I look away because I don't want to see their face. And then I've been in that situation where someone's been mad at me and I look at them and they, they look away because <laughs> they don't want to look at my face. You just got to look away. So yeah. I know that. I know that situation. Real talk. Uh, but Misty's like, listen. You know, every day of my life, I have to pretend to be somebody I'm not. I have to be fake with all of these other fake people. But for some reason, I thought that you were for real. I thought that you were the only real person I had ever met in L.A. Then you turned out to be phony, just like everybody else. Misty, I get you. Okay, I get your whole thing. I mean, I know in New York you had a ton of friends and then you moved here. And in Hollywood, no one cares about who you are or what you think. But I do. And I think that space camp is awesome. Look, I know what it's like to pretend to be something that you're not, and I'm tired of doing that. I just want you to know that you don't have to pretend with me because I just like you. And Kobe was trying so hard to convince Misty that she gets her and that and she loves the fact that she went to space camp. Mm-hmm. So she tells Misty that she doesn't have to pretend with her because, quote, I just like you. <laughs> I was like, oh. Yep. Oh, oh. And like she storms off, she's about to storm off, and she says, "I'm sorry, I ruined your night." She turns to leave, and Misty grabs her hand and says, "Wait." And Ooh. they agree to start from scratch, and they reintroduce yeah. themselves to each other. And then Misty grabs her and starts to kiss her. They kiss. Aww, she got the girl. And they're on the floor, like they're in the crowd. So it's kind <laughs> of like West Side Story again when Tony and Maria see each other for the first time. And they kiss and all that. Well, their kiss is a little more slower than this kiss, but the light's shining on the girls, and then eventually the crowd disappears. Like, you don't see the crowd anymore because it's all blacked out with stars falling from the sky. Mm-hmm. And in West Side Story, they do something like that, but they blur everybody out, and then they take the blur away, turn off all the lights, and everybody runs away so they can be by themselves. But it's only happening in their minds. It's not happening in real life. So that's, that's mm-hmm. a, another West Side Story reference <laughs> this kiss is mad like classy it's cute it's nuanced it's sultry it's, it's very <laughs> very mature as they're kissing i noticed that gabby appears to kiss mandy a little longer than mandy expected because mandy <laughs> stops and then gabby keeps going and then mandy's like okay i guess i'm gonna keep going too so then she keeps going but they were supposed to stop right before gabby hits her musical cue where she starts singing and they mm-hmm. kiss so long that Gabby almost misses the musical cue. Go ahead and watch it again if you don't <laughs> believe me, guys. I've watched it a few times. I don't remember. Yeah. But Gabby yeah. stops kissing her just in time to start singing her part. Why don't we try to be honest even though it's hard? Now's the time to start. Don't you see? you as you are 
Now we got nothing to hide. Once they finish singing, Misty tells Colby she has something to show her upstairs. Ooh. So, so then we have uh, we see them run off, and then we have Daisy outside on the curb, and she's singing, and she's really sad again. This girl has had so many ups and downs the entire movie. Yeah, she's the only one that don't got no love right now. Everybody else got their girl and their crush. Tyler don't got nobody, and she's doing fine. <laughs> yeah, but Tyler don't really care. Yeah, she the don't care The only two people either. that have everybody, the only two people that are really doing anything is Missy and Colby. <laughs> yep. What's really cool about the scene where Daisy's singing outside is it sounds like she's outside. Like, it sounds like they recorded it while she was outside, which is really cool because that makes it sound real. As opposed to them singing, like, a studio track sounding like they're in a studio when they're really outside in traffic or something. Tyler runs up to her while she's singing and comes up to her and tries to comfort her. And she basically talks about like how Zan doesn't believe in her. But Tyler's like, I believe in you. And I don't remember you ever giving a shit what people think. Yeah, right? I'm like, dang, true, true. (laughs) So they go up in there to kill the stage. The host is like, next up, a lot of flame. And everybody's ready to rock it. And everybody from the whole movie is in the audience. Everybody they met that night. Even Monique makes an <laughs> appearance. It's all wow. I, I even noticed that some background artists that they use in other scenes are in this scene. So with the sorority girls were there? Oh true. They weren't they're too busy sleeping off their hangovers and they're in a drug <laughs> stupor. Yeah. So the band starts out and they're kind of nervous, so they have to restart the song again, but eventually they play and they ramp it up. And yeah. the audience is in the palm of their hands. Mm-hmm. It's so funny. Um, They're rocking. I never really seen this web series when it was out. I watched it just for this podcast. But I thought that if I if I had never seen the web series, that I wouldn't be able to, to like this movie or understand what was going on. So now I know that you don't have to watch the web series to enjoy this movie. I just want to say that. Mm-hmm. I just want to put that in there. Um, in this scene, Daisy's singing this song to Zan. She's looking at Zan and she's pointing at Zan when she's singing this song. Isn't that funny? Like, I wonder if this was a song that Daisy meant when she's like, I wrote a song about you. I wrote a song for you. Because this oh, song is an angry song. I definitely song. thought it was. <laughs> I definitely thought it was It's Alright. <laughs> oh, no. I thought it was this song. Because I'm like, she's like, I don't oh. want your song. Like, who said it was a good song? Huh, Zan? Because mm. a lot of people assume if somebody wrote a song about them that, especially if it's a love interest, that it's a good song. But this song is like, yeah. basically kiss my ass, Zan. Now, as the song is ramping up, it cuts back and forth to Misty and Colby as they're running upstairs somewhere in the club. And Mm -hmm. one cool thing that I love about this scene is the fact that the running up the stairs and Colby falling down, it could be real or it could be a blooper, but I love it. And the way she tries (laughs) to pull Misty down with her and Misty's like trying to get up and go up the stairs, not in a bad way. It's like a playful pull, you know, and they start to kiss on the stairs for a bit. Ugh. It's so great. It really honestly yeah, it was like cute. It struck me like when I saw this scene, like, you know, I'm old. You know, I start crying at everything. It just be like that. Yeah, it's like the most basic crap I cry about. Like like I see videos and of somebody doing just something normal and I cry. But this one almost made me cry because just to see Mandy and Gabby so comfortable with each other and realizing that they 
were picked to be Spencer and Ashley, which pretty much I can I can assume led to this partnership. You know, and they're doing so good. They're so comfortable with each other that they can do this scene where Colby falls down and pulls Mandy or pulls Misty, whatever. And it's like two friends just hanging out. You know what I mean? And it looks so real because I feel like if they got two random people, I don't know if I would have cared. To be honest, (laughs) I'm not even going to lie. Yeah. And just to realize that these two girls are like the ones that kind of set everything ablaze as far as like lesbian teen characters on like national network TV and how many, how so many like kids look up to these girls, you know, and owe their lives to like South of nowhere and coming out, helping them come out. It's like these two girls were chosen for a reason. And I'm so happy that they were and forget the fact that in real life they're straight and they have husbands and whatever, like, forget that get that out your head delete it abort abort mission delete it (laughs) delete it (laughs) um because they are playing these characters perfect and they're making it look authentic they're really giving their all and you know i'm just so happy that these two girls were picked because and that they've become so comfortable with each other and done this together it's freaking awesome Hope you guys understand what I'm saying. Like I'm just, I got my feelings when I saw them up, the, run up these stairs. It, it was just them running uh, upstairs. You see how simple I am. <laughs> this is what I cry about: two <laughs> girls running upstairs and one tripping. <laughs> Not because she hurt herself, right? Because it was cute. Like that's that's the thing. Anyway, so while this is all going on, Misty and Colby find a bed upstairs. It's like a heart shaped bed, and I guess it's one of those like lounge area beds that are like down supposed to be on the floor but because they're having a show they don't have it up like down there so they put it upstairs and it's a tarp on it i guess they use the tarp as a blanket yeah because they're gonna do it Mm-hmm. and we see them take off their shirts and kiss and all that stuff that we never got in south <laughs> of nowhere we've never seen this in south oh, of yeah. nowhere like them actually taking their shirts off and like you know going yeah they were topless well well, like, at the end, they were they had the covers over their their parts, but they were implied yeah, yeah, yeah. to be naked, which is like what? Because <laughs> um, they weren't allowed to do stuff like that on South. Nah. So this is kind of like a gift for the South of Nowhere fans. <laughs> um, a lot of flame wins the five thousand dollar prize. Yay! So hold on, can we just calculate really quick? Because they don't owe her a full five thousand; they only owe her four thousand six hundred. And what, 55 or something? Yeah, so all they have to do is subtract it and they get like $1,000 or maybe less to themselves. They get less, but I think they don't care. They're just like, you know what? It's only a few dollars that we'd be getting. Just take the whole check, Monique. Just get out of my it's face. It's been a long like, night. We all went yeah, through some stuff. Yeah, you know what? Stuff. We just want our You've lives. You've been chasing we us. Just, we don't care. <laughs> just take it all with interest and just leave us and the fuck alone. stay out of our lives. Yeah, just don't, never come back, please. Never but contact Monique comes us up, again with her nine iron and takes the check away and she's like this shit better not bounce i mean what they gotta do with them talk to the people that issue the check you better not bounce right Get out of here i guess because she's taking it from them i don't know uh, but it's not their check, the check yet they did yeah the people that made the check are the people you got to come after not not uh tyler and daisy come on <laughs> but tyler and daisy hug it out the rest of the crew is in the audience which is not really the crew it's Zan and all them and uh, Sid. Mm-hmm. And they pan back upwards to uh, what's going on with Missy and Colby. And they are in the afterglow. 
They're cuddling and looking mm-hmm. at each other longingly. Yep. Probably stroking each other's hair, too. Oh, stroking each other's hair. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was like, you where stupid. is this going? Uh, so they're laying, they're laying down post-coitus. <laughs> and Misty tells Colby, happy graduation. And kisses her. Aww. And that's the end of the movie. Wow. That was so good. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, I'm so, oh, I'm so sad that it took me it so really long good to watch this movie because I didn't think it would be good, but it was great. The music was great, yeah. too. Uh, shout out to Luke Tierney and Kilola. I hope I'm saying that right. Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. And Manny and Gabby <laughs> and the other singers for singing on it. Lisa and Michelle. Like, this rocks, man. Mm-hmm. Everyone should love this movie. No matter how you identify, it should be looked at. <laughs> like, it shouldn't be looked at as different or, like, a lesbian movie. Like, it should be looked at just as, like, a regular-ass musical. Because it's a musical. Yeah. It's fun, you know? I hope yeah. that it gets a lot more shine, like, as a cult classic. Maybe listening to our podcast will get it out more or get new people liking it or something. But I don't know. It sounds like a tall order. But if you're if you're quarantined, what else you doing, man? What else you doing? <laughs> right? Go ahead and pull up the movie. It's, it's free on Tubi. <laughs> but I feel like this is a spatially vehicle. Like this was like a spatially. I, I want to say it was a spatially vehicle. Not. I'm not dissing the other girls that were in the movie. But like, come on now. Come mm-hmm. on now. A lot of people know what this heard about this movie simply because Spashley's in the movie. Like, come on. Come on. That's why I watched it. I, mean, I ain't gonna lie, to be honest. I ain't, that's why I watched the web series back in the day. I only watched Spashley's episodes. Am I lying? No, I'm not <laughs> lying. Uh, <laughs> so shout out to everyone involved. And listen, I'm really picky about musicals. My favorite musical is the Oscar award winning film West Side Story <laughs> from 1961. So Laud knows I'm mad picky when it comes to to musicals but this junk the songs were written they were easy to learn the songs were not hard yeah to un- to mm-hmm. learn i'd be singing them around the house now yeah like they're so simple and they're intricate like they're to the point where it's almost like a nursery rhyme like it it follows a pattern to where you can sing it easily mm-hmm. so i recommend this highly and i'm so sad that i wasn't in it so um what was your favorite song from girl trash um my favorite song is 2 a.m not the rap one (laughs) the regular 2am my favorite one is the 2am rap and then my next one is it's all right and then my next one is finally oh my second favorite is uh finally is my second favorite third favorite is fantasy crush Mm. anywho (laughs) go ahead guys and rate subscribe and follow us on our social media ig we are get wasted son on twitter we are son wasted and remember email us at getwastedson at gmail.com it's simple guys if you want to speak to us let us know once again if you don't know my name is Nettie (laughs) I'm Nisi and this was a special episode of Get Wasted on South of Nowhere Deuces yeah thanks for rocking with us bye